everybody. Just going to take a quick break from the show to tell you about the best place oh, to yeah. listen to all your audio titles. You can't beat Audible. Audible yeah. lets you enjoy all of your audio entertainment in one app. You'll always find the best of what you love or something new to discover. Right. They have it all. They offer an incredible selection across every genre from bestsellers, yeah. new releases, celebrity memoirs, mysteries, thrillers, motivation, wellness, business, and more. If it's out there, they have it. I'm telling you, I spend so much time on Audible. I love it so much. So many titles for the show that we, all of our podcasts and everything else. It's just phenomenal for traveling. It's great. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases and next listen recommendations to habituate every type of thriller listener. You're going to love it. Keep your heart rate up month after month with this pulse pounding collection you can't hear anywhere else. Now, the title I'm listening to right now that I'm having a lot of fun listening to is The Devil in the White City, it's called. Oh. It's by Eric Larson. It's the story of H.H. Holmes all oh. around the World's Fair in Chicago and how right. he was able to get all this done because there was so much stuff going on. And it's right. really creepy and really great. Fantastic, uh, fantastic listen. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep for keep the it. entire catalog. Mm-hmm. You can have it. It's fantastic, including latest bestsellers and new releases. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash smalltownmurder or text smalltownmurder to 500-500. That's audible.com slash smalltownmurder or text smalltownmurder to 500-500. Now back to the show. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite gripping investigations ad-free? Good news! With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash ad-free true crime. That's amazon.com slash ad-free true crime to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. This week, we look at the festive beach town of Newport, Oregon, where the secrets of a brutal murder were kept hidden for years. Welcome to Small Town Murder. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Small Town Murder. Yay! Ah, yay indeed, Jimmy. My name is James Petrigallo. I'm here with my co-host. I am Jimmy Wisman. Thank you, folks, so much for joining it's us. It's been a rough week, man. Thank you, guys. It's been a crazy <laughs> week. Uh, we're recording the day of January 30th, or yeah. January, December 30th, right. the day before New Year's Eve, so we're all recovering from right. holidays and everything else out there. Yeah. Uh, thank you, folks, so much. I uh, hope you enjoyed last week and over the I holidays. I sure in the hell did. We don't believe in weeks off. No. A lot of your podcasts, you might notice, you're like, where are they last right. week? Because they didn't appear because right. they took the week off. And right. we don't do that. No. Sorry. It's a, we know that a lot of you won't listen that week because you're right. doing other things, and that's fine. But some of you are going to need it. Right. Some of you are going to need it more than ever. Right. And we're going to be there for you. Because <laughs> you got grandma in the house. That's right. Because you got grandma. And, uh, my grandmother was in my house. And 
grandma was at, was there, and I got some stories I later on, I'll wait. tell you, because, oh boy, she was in rare form this week, man. Wow. I will tell you something. Uh, head over to, by the way, you should do, no segue from yeah. grandma, but no. right to this. Hey, grandma, <laughs> what grandma should do, what I should have told her, listen, grandma, you need to head over to crimeandsports.threadless.com right. to get all of your small town murder merchandise. That's For what sure. I should have told her. Get on over there. Uh, everything, hats and mugs and shirts and sweatshirts <laughs> and bags with all the sayings and everything that you find amusing or hopefully do. Phoenix, Arizona, March 25th That's at Stand Up Live. Yeah. Get the those tickets all there's there's links in the show description to all those are of this. selling like crazy those by are, the way yes. so thank you guys so much thank you and get those quick because like we said that's our hometown so yeah. we know a lot of people we have yeah. friends and family and a lot of people are going to hog some tickets up yeah. so get those now uh so you don't lose out but there's we people coming, from, coming all from, all over. from seattle man it's pretty from cool portland yeah thank you guys for that bananas it's going to be awesome uh also thank you guys this week for your uh, outpouring of itunes reviews yeah. we went over eight thousand itunes reviews that's fucking bananas which is James. crazy in 50 episodes that's 8, ridiculous. uh we're pretty proud of that thank yeah. So we're proud that you guys would would give a shit enough to do that. That right. we've we've uh, called enough people that care <laughs> enough to do that. So thank you guys. Yeah. Uh, we really do appreciate that. If you haven't done it yet, please go over to iTunes. Uh, give us five stars. Right. We've said it a million times. They have a funky algorithm. It's how ridiculous. They, how they do their charts and everything Sits else. They're dancing a jig. It's ridiculous. So uh, <laughs> this it's on the business end. It's a great way to help us it go is. up the charts. Five stars doesn't matter what you say. It's not for our ego. It isn't. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, and if you need to do more than that, like. We have a list of people later that are just incredible, and we're fucking that have contributed to the show. And you guys, thank you guys so much. That's our lifeblood, and it keeps us going, and it really means the world to us. Every penny is so appreciated. Uh, You can make a donation at Patreon.com/slash Crime in Sports. That's one. And uh, the Patreon went back on all their craziness, so they tried to do (laughs) fees. They they walked that shit back fast. Never mind. So they're okay again. We'll give them their money. It's fine. That's fine. Uh, Or you can go over to PayPal and use our email address, CrimeInSports at gmail.com. Yeah. And you can make a donation there, a one-time donation. Every cent, like we said, is incredibly appreciated. We're, we're just blown away by any type of support it's by anybody. True. So if you give us a dime, we're like, holy, wow, that's amazing. People Thank have done you. it. They have done it. Somebody, it's, it's I think, incredible. sent us a nickel. I, and we're like, cool. I'll take Thank it. You. Yeah, you think if everybody I'll... sent a nickel, we'd right. be, you know, that'd be great. So. We'd only do one show. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> We'd end up doing more shows because I'd feel guilty. Like, I made more shows. So you got to come to the studio again. We'd have a third show. You're like, oh god, you're, you're gonna have to. No, no, you'll. I'll do it. Speaking of a third show. Speaking of a third show. Well, yeah, we'll we'll be here. Right. Uh, also, uh, if you like me ranting and being upset at things, you can listen to P.S. I hate this movie, you can. which is another podcast we're redoing. Uh, myself and my wife Sarah, who's hilarious, uh, where we make fun of bad romantic comedies there and kind of mock them. And uh, it's not a, like a live watch or anything like that but we we take notes it's it's like this but James with a bad romantic comedy it's not going to yeah. be like me in the wire no no no, no. we've right. seen it and we make fun of it it's a really good time so check that out ps i hate this movie coming right. back out in about 2 weeks here but never mind all that stuff. Uh, all right. We have to do the disclaimer, uh, and we have to do it because we had a problem. Uh, we? we did not do it during the live show, right. which is fine because yeah. we, when we're doing it there, it's like these people all pay they money to understand. be here. Right. They know what we're right. doing, and this is going to be great. But I forgot, yeah, we're going we're gonna to broadcast gonna it out. to everybody. So we should have probably done it because the one week that I didn't do it, yeah. and it's been 51 weeks, the one goddamn week I forget <laughs> to do it. We got emails. Did we? We got emails saying, how dare you guys make jokes when there's murder involved, and how dare you do a comedy show, <sighs> just the basic. This is a comedy podcast. It is. 
the the facts are real. Right. The research is real. We don't make it, you know, yeah. bend anything to make it more entertaining <laughs> right. or anything like that. But we're stand-up comics. Yeah. We're going to make jokes. Yeah. Uh, what we're not going to make jokes about is the victims or right. the victim's family. Right. We try not to do that by all, uh, you know, humanly possible. Right. I mean, we do our best. We are assholes, but we're not scumbags. That's true. So that's what it is. It's not that bad. Right. But if you don't like... <laughs> It's true. It's not like we Every time you say that, well, it's we're not, not that bad. We're, why, not, why? we're not sitting here like making fun of dead babies, right. and that's what people think, and right. that's not what we're doing no. at all. We try to be respectful, right. but we make jokes about murderers sure. and small towns sure. and bumbling police forces sure. and things like that because that's where comedy that's is. That's funny. I don't, I'd rather hear that than, and then his head was sliced from his shoulders. I don't want to hear it like that. That's A lot of people do. That's yeah. great. Go listen to Dateline. Dateline's on every it's fucking terrific, week. but this is different. <laughs> Go find nuts. Sack face, so, uh, fucking Keith Holt. What's his name? Uh, who knows? I'm mixing the two. It doesn't Keith matter. Morrison. Forget Go all of him. that stuff. Right. Forget all of everybody named Morrison. It right. doesn't matter. <laughs> Does because I know what you're saying right, right now. Yeah. You're saying shut up. Yeah. And give me murder. Give me and murder. That's James. what we're gonna do. All right. What do you say? All right. Let's go on a trip. Yeah. Shall we? Let's right. go on a little trip. From we're South Carolina. South Carolina. We're, yeah. This is gonna be a long trip. So okay. it's gonna be. We're gonna get on a plane for this really? one all the way across the country. Oh, we've got a fucking connecting Load flight. Up. Uh, I got us. A, I got us a nonstop <laughs> okay. here. But then we're gonna have to drive. We got to rent a car because okay. it's out there. Small right. town. We're going to Newport, Oregon. Oh, sh- okay. So all the way from yeah, yeah. The, the one coast to the other. Same sticky. It's Same, just a different sticky. It, this is a weird, it's not warm here no. though. Like in the the average temperatures in the summer are like 64 degrees. Oh, really? Like it's, and the, the average highs in the winter is like 58 degrees. Okay. It's just, it's like, it's like England over here. All it's right. just like always rainy, always cold, awful. and <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yes. And this is a beach town there. Okay. Uh, Newport, Oregon. It's in the northwest part of Oregon, right on the coast. Yeah. It's, a, it's a beach town. Uh, it's two and a half hours to Portland. There's a shitload of Newports. There's a lot of Newports. They're all. Then yeah, we. How many of these towns? Every time they open a Newport, they're like, "This one's the newest. This is now it. Newport." If well, if you're not touching the Atlantic Ocean, yeah. you're named after a town that is touching right. the Atlantic Ocean. That's just the way it is. And the, every town's like yeah. was named after this right. town that the founder was from. They just show up and they're like, "Yeah, I'll name this after that'll my do. town." Every yeah. time that'll do. That's yeah. a, no creativity whatsoever. I have so many great memories from that place. Well, Let's let's just name this one that. This will be a Newport also. This is fine. It's, why? Right. Why are you doing the Canton, Ohio? Canton, Missouri. I like Canton, Ohio. So strange, There's man. There's like seven people that like Canton, Ohio. Yes, yes. And then every football player They're ever just loves like, it. That Hall of Fame is awesome. Outside of that. That's it, man. Who gives a shit? Like a Lawrence Taylor wandering around. Yeah, he's always entertaining. Yes. Lawrence Taylor running around yeah. trying to... Cocaine you know, falling out of his pockets. Yeah, trying to round up prostitutes. Yeah. It's very, very Checking difficult. IDs now, though, I guarantee yeah, He's it. definitely checking IDs. Uh, it's an hour and a half to Salem. Okay. Uh, so it's, it's not... It's in the middle of kind of... It's yeah. a bunch of towns on the coast, yeah. but they're not big towns. It's okay. not... It's odd because it's not... There's no, like... You know San Francisco here, yeah. and we'll talk about in a, for a little bit here that they had dreams of it being like that oh, did they? at one point. <laughs> but this, there's no like big coastal city that this gotcha. is. This is kind of in a, just an area of kind of small little okay. beach towns. Uh, it's in Lincoln County, zip code nine seven three six five, mm-hmm. area code five four one. It's ten. It's about ten and a half square miles. Yeah. About nine of those are land, and then okay. as we know, they kind of go out. 
it's always from the funny ocean. They beach get a communities to me that have like shit weather like this. It's like it's beach community, but you're in jeans and a sweatshirt. Yes, you know that's I mean? that's one of those beaches which it's I prefer. Do I you? like that. Yeah, I hate the fu- I hate the sun. I sit in the sun and the heat and get out of here. I like it's it fucking, cloudy. I don't like bocce ball beaches. Fuck no, that. I like no, it cloudy. <laughs> Give me a sweatshirt. I'm, I'm not. I don't like hot or cold. Yeah. See, that's my thing. All I right. don't like it to be hot or cold. I'm awful with weather. Sixty-five. I don't like it James is in. That's. 65 to about 74. And then outside of that, I'm going to complain. That's I'm going to so be honest specific. with you. I'm going to be very upset with everything. And I need a little humidity, yeah. but not too much. Yeah. It's, yeah. I'm, like, I'm like an old lady who's got a humidifier set up, although I don't do any of that. I should because I'm very particular. James has got a neti pot, shit like I that. I should, man. That's what I got to do. When I'm old, I'm going to be awful. I'm going to have shit set up. You're going to walk in my house yeah. like, what the hell's going? There's going to be machines going off, steam coming right. from here, wind coming from here. <laughs> Air conditioning and heat on at the That's same so time. Weird. Storm systems forming in the corner of the room. Although I'm kind of similar because in the winter time here, where I'm it, freezing, it's been 65. I'll roll my windows down and then crank my heater on in it's, my car yeah, and just drive down the road like that. At night it's 50 degrees. I'm right. freezing in the day. It's I, I'm, it's like 78 and I'm like it's hot out. I, it's too sunny. I'm a, I I will not be pleased when it comes to weather. Uh, this town has several slogans. Oh, several. Great. They cannot decide. Somebody really? needs to hire a marketing team yeah. and pick one. Or loan some of these to other towns. Yeah, that don't have one, exactly. <laughs> some of your motto deficient right. towns. Uh, number one that I see is right on their website, right up front, is just, quote, the friendliest. Oh. That's that's their Wikipedia page that's one. Not that's not very creative at all. The friendliest. Yeah. So yeah. it's the friendliest. Uh, another one that I think is, a, this one's kind of condescending and yeah. I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> And I don't like it. I don't it. like it. Quote, they're, they're your vacation days. Do something new. Oh. That sounds like a challenge. It does. What I'm doing isn't good enough for you? Like a dare. Yeah. I'm fine with what I do on my vacation <laughs> they're days. They're your vacation yeah. days. Do something what? new, <laughs> pussy. Like, no. I'm fine. I'm happy. What are you attacking me for? I just again. <laughs> I just, for, I tried so hard to... <laughs> It's annoying, though, man. Yeah. Uh, the other one here, quote, the coast you remember. Uh, okay, what? that's just which one's forgettable. That's very just seems like someone came up with that. They're like, yeah, yeah, write that one That'll down work. too. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, no, like Bob doesn't get a right. lot of his ideas right. taken, and they're like, just take Bob, just put it up somewhere on the we'll site. Put it in the hat, and we'll draw. We'll yeah. see which one comes. We'll put out. it on one of the signs into right. town. It's fine. Just don't worry about it. And the other one, quote, Newport, Oregon, the dungeonest cap, uh, dungeonest crab capital of the world. I'm in of the world. I like it. So this sounds like my kind of town. Yeah. There's crab, uh, except the fact that they're challenging me on my. Yeah. And, and like also, that. take it easy. I think that uh, didn't isn't that Baltimore or, or somewhere near Maryland that's a Dungeness they crab stuff? Also, uh, aren't they the aren't most? They the blue crabs? I don't know. I think they're blue Probably. crabs. Probably. I'm there. fucking. Yeah. I'm stupid. So who they knows? might be though. What the hell do I know? I don't know. I'm it's just it's expert. crab. You don't get to claim any crab if if you got Maryland in the fucking that's in the running. True. Also, that's true. I mean, Maine has lobsters. I don't yeah. know if they have crabs too. There's crabs um, everywhere. There really is. I don't know. So They've got a TV show for it. We'll see. Yeah, that's true. That doesn't. It's not involving the. No, it has nothing to do with this. Uh, people started coming here. Uh, you know, obviously, it was occupied before that. Yeah. The Native Americans were there. But uh, as early as uh, back in 1856, oh, okay. uh, people would come here. Uh, there was a big, basically big ships that would come to, uh, you know, to supply the military garrisons yeah. there because they had put... Wherever we found anything, we're like, okay, first put the army there, <laughs> yeah. and then we'll figure out what Let's we're doing. Let's protect with. this shit first. Yeah, they discovered the uh, oyster beds in 1862. Oh, I'm in. So that was a big deal. Once yeah. they got oysters and crabs there, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm liking this place this a little bit awesome. more. Sounds uh, awesome. Yeah, so they would uh, export these to San Francisco yeah. and to other cities, but San Fran was the big 
near a city that they could make some dough off of yeah. exporting these uh these Meanwhile, oysters. they've got the fisherman's wharf. They don't need your fucking seafood. Apparently they Sip hadn't discovered their oyster beds yet. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but they were they were pumping Sip them out. Francisco's killing it in fucking seafood. I That's, promise they, you. Oh, it's so good. It's, I know it's amazing. fisherman's wharf and they it's shuck ridiculous. it yeah. shuck it right there. Yeah. Oh, I eat I eat oysters till I'm sick. <laughs> raw oysters and yeah. raw clams. So oh, many man, lemons, it's so incredible. Much. Cocktail sauce all Shit, over. Yeah. So uh <laughs> There's a celebration that happened in 1866 on the 4th of July, and this this is, I find, amusing here. They got 400 people together. Yeah. Uh, this Newport at that point is like a lumber and fishing village. That's all it is. Yeah. Which, now it's a vacation and lumber and fishing yeah. village, but back then it was just that. This was, you know, this is the 90th. Ninetieth uh, Fourth uh, of July celebration. Ninetieth okay. you know, celebration of. Uh, they couldn't wait ten years. Somebody was about no, no, no. to die. That's They're what gonna happened. have a big party. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, what ended up happening? Too Somebody is, wasn't making it to a hundred. That's my no, point. No, no. That's, well, people, <laughs> we gotta make it a big deal at ninety because he's fucking. He's he's clearly not gonna make it to ninety. Not at all. No. Not at all. So the local tribesmen, about three hundred of them, came to watch. Uh-huh. Now imagine these tribesmen. guys, tribesmen, okay. you know, from the tribes yeah. in the area, yeah. not not white people here, <laughs> and they watched. The a bunch of guys, they raised the American flag in the middle of the town and then started praying. Imagine these poor Indians. That's their celebration? Yeah, they what raised at the end. And they, well, that's terrible, too. I didn't hear of anybody getting, like, you know, boozed up and blowing a hand right. off with some fireworks or anything like that. So, this is garbage. Raise the flag and this pray? Is, what this the is fuck? very early white trash. Yeah. They hadn't figured it out yet. They hadn't figured it out yet. Imagine these poor Indians are watching this yeah. ceremony going, oh, shit, this isn't good. <laughs> I've, seen, I've heard about this. No, I've heard about it. When white people start putting flags up, that's when it's trouble. That's and they all bow their head yeah. and shit, we're all going to die. Flags were like the cupcake shop yeah. of the 1800s. If you saw a flag going up, you know the neighborhood's fucked and you're going yeah. to have to leave because you're not going to be able to afford it soon. That's it. It's today's vape shop. It is. That's exactly right, man. Uh, so, yeah, they had a big, uh, they had, uh, you know, a huge feast afterwards. Yeah. And they, they all said that this is going to be the San Francisco of Oregon. Oh, boy. Calm the fuck Whoops down. Everybody relax. <laughs> relax. San Francisco's a bit too close for you guys to be claiming let's, to be that. Yeah, let's let's chill out on the San Francisco of Oregon. <laughs> we here. don't say we're L.A. of Arizona. We're, and we would never dare. We got oysters. <laughs> we're now San Francisco. Okay. We got a flag and oysters and some lumber. So everybody fucking pony up. Let's go. San Francisco. People will be co- not no gold, right, mind you, right. which is why San Francisco <laughs> right. turned into San Francisco. That's we don't have that, but there's oysters. Ah, that's amazing. <laughs> but they're going to be coming from the mountains with their right. with their mining equipment for oysters. Now right. they're going to be with their big pickaxes ch- hitting the little shells and everything. <laughs> we got black smelly gold uh, here. Get over get here. Get over here. Come on, you can. T- <laughs> smelly cold. Come on, guys. Everybody. That's so gross. Everybody. Uh, uh, during World War I, uh, this area was home to the largest spruce mill in the world, uh, which around here was a town called Toledo. Yeah. Uh, and that was they. that's where the wood from the spruce goose from, for Howard Hughes' plane oh, no came shit. from. Yeah, it was from in this area. Wait, hold on. Howard Hughes' plane was fucking wood? Yeah, the spruce goose was wood. Wait, what? A lot of it was wood. I yeah. didn't know that. I don't think all of it was wood. Maybe it That's was. That's What the? What, I'm blown away right now. <laughs> I didn't know you could make wood fly. Yeah, you could make wood fly. That's what do you think crazy. They made planes out of before we had. 
I we mean, think they were pounding out metal. aluminum. And the, the Wright brothers were like, we're getting some nice aluminum sheets. <laughs> I've seen the Enola Gay. That shit is all aluminum. That's yeah. amazing. I feel like, yeah, no, no, no. You'd see things blow up in like old footage of yeah. like, you'd see them blow up and there'd just be wood panels flying really? everywhere, like fluttering to the ground. Yeah, I feel I like a lot of these aluminum. things were wood. <laughs> Maybe. How the hell do we know I didn't about know planes? His, I didn't know his tree was made this of spruce. That's small crazy. small town murder, not small town aviation. That's I true. have no <laughs> idea about any of this. Didn't study it, quite frankly. Uh, we should start that one, though. We'll get some goggles and a, and a white scarf and some, some flight suits, and we'll figure out what we'll we bore should. the we'll bore the pants off of people. That's that's what we need to do. No, you don't want that. So you're better off with this. Let's stick with murder. Let's do it. Uh, so they got over one million dollars from the federal government uh, out of the five million dollars they needed uh, to build a bunch of bridges on the Oregon coast in the 1930s, yeah. and these were like works projects from the Depression. Yeah, but. The bridges are still there, and they're they're pretty useful, yeah, honestly. Yeah, you know, you want to go over apart. water, they're falling apart. Yeah. But I mean, it's useful to have a bridge yeah. at all. You know, it's have a you good driven idea any of those bridges it. up there? No. They are fucking terrifying. Oh, I'm sure they 100% are. Hundred percent terrifying. This is the Yaquina Bay Bridge. Okay. Uh, it's opened on eight, uh, October third, nineteen thirty six. That's the big one up there. Uh, it spans the uh, it spans uh, south of Newport, Oregon, all the way through. Uh, it's it's known as the most recognizable of the bridges on Route one hundred one. Okay, uh, here. It's 3,200 feet long, so Holy over a half shit. mile, and 133 feet high. Holy so shit. So pretty high up there. See what I'm saying? That's terrifying to me. I hate bridges. I've said it before. They scare the fucking yeah. bejesus out of me. No, they're awful. And when they're that big and them. that long, I, I want nothing to do one. with that. Yeah, well, it's it's there's bridges in this story, too. We'll the talk problem about. is you have now, to take that at some point if you oh, live Oh, yeah, there. if you want to get past or you go all the way around right. inland, which is going to take forever. 3,200 uh, feet of fucking anxiety. That's all it is. Just uh, white knuckle, 3,200 yeah. <laughs> feet of white knuckle. Notable people from this town, bunch of people I've never heard of. Yeah. A uh, bunch of mechanical engineers. We don't know these fucking people. We don't even know what planes are made out of. Yeah. We know nothing. Uh, you know how I many mechanical and, engineers are from Phoenix? Who knows? Why is that a guy? And. Yeah. Somebody we do know, yeah. Randall Woodfield. Get all the fucking I-5 killer. The I-5 killer, a serial killer who yeah. is episode 54 of Crime and Sports, our other podcast, and we went up his ass with a yeah. microscope, and uh, there's like five minutes of sports, so listen yeah. to that one, serial <laughs> killing and us making fun of him. Uh, but that 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 he is from this area also. Wow. This is He's from this town, so yeah. uh, that's illustrious alumni yeah. from this town. That's Pe- fucking royalty. That's royalty there. Uh, people in this town, uh, 10,268 population right now, uh-huh. which is up 22% since 1990. So uh, people, like all the West Coast towns, people yeah. are moving there. Well, they heard about Randall Woodfield. It's yeah, they're like, oh, well, I-5 killer. Oh, I can get raped and murdered? Yeah, Sounds great. I think I'm going to go there. <laughs> Brutally murdered? Awesome. Uh, so median age here in Oregon is a killery state, too. Yeah. It's known as yeah. like it's like the hotbed of serial killing yeah. and serial killers, and yeah. they breed them there. The musicians that kill themselves. We said that, That's true. Well, it's, that's, oh, that's uh, West yeah, Washington. Right, right. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, but we called Northwest. We called uh, inland South Carolina the devil's taint of racism last week this is the you know this is so progressive up there yeah. yet fucking they they just breed murderers well, this it's is the bananas. devil's taint of serial yeah killers. it this is, is he's it really bleeding is. right yeah. from here median age here 43.6 which is mm-hmm. about six years older than the average yeah and it's old and young and it's an odd it's an odd mix these beach towns are not an, an odd mix because yeah. it's touristy and then there's like you know fishermen yeah. and lumberjacks and yeah. shit it's a weird place here more females than males okay. uh, about 53 and a half percent female which is, you know, pretty you know, 2% higher. It's a yeah. little out of whack. 
few more married people and single people, but generally everything's kind of uh, in the ballpark right. of normal. Uh, married with no children, though, is 50% of the population. Yeah. Married but don't have any kids. That's crazy. Which is way higher than the average, yeah. and that's a strange thing. So I'm thinking that's probably people in their 50s, yeah. 60s maybe. Or I don't know if they count children if it's just children in the home. Yeah. Or do you have offspring somewhere? It's, it's, I don't know what's I mean, the, what the question is. But uh, that's today? That would be today. It could be. Uh, the, uh, uh, I mean, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of gay people up there. You know what I mean? They, I don't think they can get married. That's true, but, but it's not enough to fuck the fuck the gay the people are like a, one and a half percent of the population, yeah. or three percent of the population. Yeah, I think it's more to, like eight. But are 10, all of them up there? <laughs> if we're being realistic, three well, percent yeah. that admit yeah. to being gay, right. and then you have you know the rest are you know Republicans that are yeah. claws. You know, they, <laughs> sorry, Republicans. That's a joke. That's a joke. <laughs> it's only because you guys, when you are gay. Are are, are not yeah. that forward about it. You're, you will, you're clearly hiding it. Y- yes. Because it'll damage. Not saying if you're a Republican, you're gay, <laughs> right. but if you're a Republican are, and you're gay, you're going to nudge people under a bathroom stall. Right. That's, that's going to be your way of going about it for a while. Uh, but anyway. Because you don't uh, want to ruin your wife and your children's that's lives. That's the thing. You're, you're trying to be, yes, exactly. You, you got in over your head, let's say. Uh, so so now you're trying to get in over your head. Right. So, <laughs> Down uh, to the shaft. Race of this town. Sorry. Good Lord. Nothing. We love gay people. We have nothing against gay people. We have a lot of gay listeners. Lesbians love us. This is fucking bananas. Hello. We figured lesbians would hate us, actually. We'd be the reason they're lesbians. (laughs) And... Oddly or enough, at least they go, that's for sure. Do you all see why yeah, we're lesbians? Maybe, maybe that's what it is. We're just examples. They listen for like to, as reassurance going, yes, I do. Don't lie. Right. I don't like men at I all. I hate both of you. So, uh, <laughs> and we know that you're probably, nobody, you didn't become gay. No. We get, we're not saying right. that. It's a joke. Clearly. <laughs> clearly. So, race of this town. Yeah. About 79% white, uh-huh. uh, just a little over the average here. Uh, b- uh Black about less than a percent. Point eight point eight percent black Asian, which the West Coast yeah. there are Asians. Yeah. There's one point nine eight percent Asian, not okay. even one percent Asian yeah. in this place, which is odd. I expect more. And uh especially with all the seafood. That's what yeah, they'd be making things out of right. it, no problem. Right, right. That's another sorry, that's my Andrew Jackson <laughs> moment of the week. We've had two of them here. Uh so uh, Hispanic, about 11.5% Hispanic, which is actually getting yeah. close to the average anyway. Okay. But uh, so a little weird there. Uh, religion in this town. Yeah. Uh, 21% of the people are religious. That's that's a that's fucking huge way number. Low. That's, that's huge number for that area, though. But 50% is average. <laughs> yeah. This is the lowest we've ever had. 21%. 21%. Yeah, this I like this. This is good. I'm a this heathen. Is, this is, is my this kind of place. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's some Catholic, a few Mormons there, yeah. uh, that sort of thing. 0.0% Jewish, 0.0% Muslim. Uh-huh. It is a small town, yeah. after yeah. all. Uh, now, uh, politically, it's about 58% Democrat, about 37% Republican, uh-huh. about 4% Independent, which is more independent than normal, yeah. which is, uh, I don't know. This is the kind of place like Abraham Lincoln would have retired in. You so you could chop I mean? some shit down yeah. and make a cabin out Fuck of it. Fuck yeah. Yeah, you just went with the lumber thing. Yeah. You just picture <laughs> That and Mike, it just sounds logs, so progressive. Like, I think Lincoln would like yeah. this place. Yeah, just be like, this is my, he changed his name to Vaporham Lincoln or this, something. <laughs> that, you know there's a shop there called Vaporham Lincoln's. With a with a neon sign of Lincoln's head with smoke coming out of it when he <laughs> opens his mouth, you know that exists somewhere Fuck in yes. this town on the beach and on the strip there. Uh, unemployment rates about normal here. Uh, income though, household income is a little lower than normal. It's about fifty four thousand a year is normal. Yeah. Here it's uh, about forty thousand and a half, so yeah. forty thousand five hundred here. So not is a little lower there, which is 
tough because the housing is, is expensive, as we'll get into yeah. in a second here. The, the cost of living, as we talk about, uh, 100 being average, yeah. uh, is 112 here. Okay. So it's a little bit high. Yeah. Uh, Health care is high. Uh, you it's know, a beach community. Transportation, all yeah. that sort of thing. But housing is a 127. Holy shit. That's high. Yeah. And for a median income that's kind of low, it's it's kind of one of those towns where you kind of have, t- it seems like to me, where you have townies yeah. that you know live kind of away from the yeah. beach and maybe a couple of houses that have been in, you know, they got it from their mom or their yeah. dad, and everybody on the street is pissed off at them because they don't have a Mercedes parked <laughs> in their driveway. It's maybe possibly yeah, like seventies Volvo or something. Yeah, yeah, and this guy has drives like a pickup truck yeah. and he goes to work at the lumber mill, <laughs> yeah. and they're like this fucking scumbag. They have meetings about him driving down the property value. How can yeah, we, how can we all contribute to making that house nicer? They, yeah, they have right. meetings about right. this poor person. Uh, housing here, the median home price is two hundred thirty-six thousand four hundred dollars. So a little expensive on the housing. Uh, there are some houses. Though twenty percent of the houses are between one hundred and fifty and two hundred thousand dollars. Oh, great! So see what I mean? I feel yeah. like there's a, a few neighborhoods in there yeah. where it's like, okay, you know, that's where the kids in the Goonies live, <laughs> right? And then everybody oh, else. That's hilarious. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like it's. I that just sort saw of thing. that house. It's yeah. such a piece of shit. That's what I mean. I feel like that's those guys. <laughs> yeah. And then there's, uh, you know, fifteen percent of the houses are between three hundred and four hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Ten percent are between five hundred and seven fifty. Yeah. So then there's that kind of thing here. Yeah. And if we've convinced you yes. that there's nowhere else on earth that you need would care to live yeah. in Newport, Oregon. Being honest, this place sounds amazing. It does not sound I bad. I want to be there. Uh, we have for you the Newport, Oregon Real Estate Report. We have a two-bedroom apartment there on the average. This seems like you want to rent in this yeah. kind of place. $817 a month on That's the great. average. Which is not bad. Yeah. It's about less, more than $200 less, less than the than national right. average, right. which is fantastic here. Uh, we have two-bedroom, two-bathroom house, 1,300 square feet. Little rundown, not yeah, gonna lie to you. Yeah. This is one of the this is the this is the Goonies house. I yeah. think Chunk lives here. Okay. This is Chunk's house. Uh, this is for sale by owner. They don't want to give on a, the porch. Standing on the shuffling. porch. Exactly. They're making kids are making fun of them as they pass. Uh, hundred and sixty eight thousand dollars. Doesn't sound awful. Uh, it's not terrible yeah. though. You can make it you can make it. You're yeah. gonna be a, you know, close to the beach, it's yeah. not bad. I have a four bedroom, two bath, yeah. eighteen hundred square foot house. Okay. Very nice house, not bad at all. Three hundred and fifteen thousand dollars. Uh, so a little pricey on that yeah. as we're getting closer to the beach now. And then we have one if you're going to come in and you're going to open up a cupcake shop yeah. and really really lay down some gentrified roots yeah. here. Uh, <laughs> you can do it with a four-bedroom, eight-bathroom, 5,000-square-foot house. Holy shit. Uh, it's a what big, are they shitting all day? Uh, all what do you day. need eight well, bathrooms for? Well, that is one bathroom for each bedroom yeah. and then four Everybody throughout the rest guess. of the house. It's a 5,000-square-foot house. So it's just all bathrooms. Litter them. It's a lot of bathrooms. It's crazy. It's 1,000 square feet of bathrooms. Yeah. And uh, this house here, $742,900. My Christ. And there's a lot of those like that in the really? half million and over range. Uh, things to do? <laughs> just like There's so much seafood in this town. Every, you're we you're to bound to get some tainted. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you're, you're going to need a, lot, need of a lot of bathrooms. Everyone has bathrooms. Yeah. Uh, things to do here, whale watching. Yeah. Uh, you can whale watch. They That's have, awesome. They have the Oregon Coast Aquarium. Yeah. This aquarium was home to Kiko, who is the orca from really? the Free Willy movie. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, Kiko was there from 96 to 98. Uh, before they, they sent them off to Iceland. Yeah. Uh, you can go to Nye Beach, which is a big beach there to hang out at, and which will come into our story. Okay. Uh, Hatfield Marine Science Center is there, and also the they have a really cool lighthouse. Yeah. It's an old lighthouse from the 1800s. Awesome. It's pretty neat. Uh, crime rate here, what we're interested in, yes. uh, property crime is almost twice the national average, really? which was the same in the other beach towns yeah. that we did in uh, Maine, I believe, yeah. was the same thing. 
where I, it's, it's and then New Jersey too, that yeah. beach town. Yeah, by the beach, tourists, people yeah. get drunk and steal shit. And it's a lot of, I read like reviews of the crime in this town. It's a lot of petty crime, vandalism, yeah. drunken people doing, sure. pissing in an alley, stupid okay. shit like that. You or know? transient, grabbing a, a hot dog off your grill and while some, you're inside. Exactly. Some <laughs> bullshit like that. Uh, violent crime is exactly average on okay. national average. So okay. not terrible there for the violent crime. They will steal your shit, but probably won't murder, rape, rob, or assault you. Okay. Uh, or they will, but just in an average amount. Gotcha. Not, they're not going to go crazy. They're not going to make a special case out of you. <laughs> uh, now, let's talk about uh, a fella here, uh, some people from a nearby area that yeah. end up in this town, okay. and what happened to these people here. Let's talk about Walter Thomas Ackerson Jr. Jesus. Now, uh, Jr., as we know, yeah, is bad news right away. Yeah. It's a problem if you've listened listen to crime and sports at yeah. all. Uh, inordinate amount of criminal athletes are have are juniors, <laughs> and if they're not a junior, they'll name their kid junior. Right, it's, they it's, will. There will be a junior involved in the mix somewhere, so we're leery of any juniors. Yeah. Sorry if you're named junior. We know you had nothing to do with <laughs> right. it. Uh, this particular Walter Ackerson, uh, we'll just call him Walter Ackerson. It's okay. a little shorter of a moniker yeah. than the whole. Okay. The middle name and yeah, junior. Yeah, just a bit much. Yeah, I want to give him more names, actually. Let's give him, like, a title. <laughs> Lord Walter Thomas Ackerson Esquire. Jr. Esquire. Thank you. I needed a, something else on there. I'll give him six names. I think that's enough. Uh, he's born He's born July 2nd, 1973. Yeah. Uh, this young man here, he grows up in Washington State. Okay. Uh, this kid. He grows up in uh, Kettle Falls, Washington, yeah. which is over in eastern Washington, okay. which is practically Idaho. Uh-huh. That's like, you know, that's like meth and supremacy country gotcha. out there. Yeah. It's like, well, let's look at this property. Oh, that's a that's a, that's a a Klan compound right. and a meth lab and right. a Klan <laughs> compound and a meth lab. Oh, a militia. This is great. <laughs> Wonderful. Like that's. I feel like that's a lot of eastern yeah. Washington. And people that I know from Washington have told me yeah. just pure meth. Just east. tons of, uh, they don't even buy like T-shirts. It's just like those wife beater A shirts, you know what I mean? And that's what they wander around in. You're like, it's 12 degrees outside. What are you doing? Why yeah, are you my doing? suspenders keep me warm. My I'm all right. Suspenders, my suspenders <laughs> my, and my wife beater. My bright that's red suspenders with my white wife beater. Yeah, that's a look. Right. You don't need those suspenders. No, it tells a story. That's yeah. what that look is. That's true. It lets you know that there was child abuse in my house. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the suspenders yeah. and the wife beater. <laughs> that's the sign. I like it. It's a telegraph. You see that? Watch out. Right. It's like we talked about the Nambla thing. Yes. <laughs> Watch out. We won't get into that. Nambla bad people. We were making right, fun of terrible. them. Anyway, we weren't saying like, you know, that Nambla's a yeah, fine you know, organization. You know, James, I got my Nambla card. <laughs> yeah, Did no, you get yours for 2018 not, yet? That was not, not it at all. Uh, that's, that's awful. That is awful. So he grows up in Kettle Falls, very small town here. Yeah, uh, this could be if there was murder here, we could do this. It's a 1600 people small town. Okay, we're going to talk about like four different small towns. Okay. This kid is like small town royalty. Really, just from small town to small town. Uh, he's a nice kid. Okay. He's a tiny kid. Okay. This kid is little. How old is uh, he? Well, at one point here, we'll, we'll talk about it. He's born in 1973. Okay. Uh, when he's five years old, he's always littler than the other kids by okay. far. Skinny I, kid. I'm familiar. Uh, yeah. Well, be very skinny, too. Okay. You're not I'm familiar. Fam- I was. No, I know. I was joking. so I, skinny. I was trying to pick on Right you, up until Jimmy's I started drinking booze. <laughs> yeah. You're I'm actually, bloated. I'm quite bloated. <laughs> that's probably because you were drinking last night at the comedy <laughs> yeah, club. But other than that, yeah, you're fine. <laughs> You're fine. Okay. So uh, this kid here, uh, he's a small kid. He's 5'7", also, when okay. he grows up. Yeah. So uh, as I'm you familiar. know, you're familiar. This so, kid is me. I like him. This kid is yeah. you. Uh, he's five. He's a very sweet kid. Okay. Uh, he writes, when he's five, his mother saves later on, has a, uh, wrote his mom a poem for Mother's Day. Oh, that's Which nice. is sweet. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's very nice. Yeah. He's, a, he's a nice kid. Everybody says he's uh, 
He loves animals. Uh-huh. Uh, he, he takes you know, anything he finds, he takes it home and wants yeah. to keep it. Even like rats and l- snakes. What the fuck? And lizards and shit. Like, okay, this isn't a sweet kid anymore. Well, yeah, it's like he Shit's finds coming off the anything. Rails. Yeah, <laughs> if a kid comes home with a rat, yeah. he's like, Mom, well, I, I found this. Get the, get the fuck out of my house. Go. <laughs> you, would, you, would, you would smack it from his hand <laughs> before he even say anything. He's like, ah. Mom, I got it. I see it. And it runs. <laughs> trying to stomp it. Yeah. That's my Mom, friend. No, <laughs> no, no, kill it. So that could be traumatic, but I don't think that ever happened here. Okay. Uh, his mom said that uh, he caught a trout once in his grandmother's pond, and it cried, and he cried because it was bleeding. Oh my god! So he's kind of a sensitive kid with the animals and yeah. stuff like that. So uh, you know, that's that's a nice yeah. thing, I guess. You yeah. know, um, very little though. At, at one point, uh, when he's a, when he's in elementary school, uh, I guess all the other kids weighed like fifty pounds, yeah. and uh, he would weigh himself, and he said he only weighed 30, 39 pounds yeah. out of so that's small thirty nine pounds in school at all. Yeah. I was more than thirty nine pounds before kindergarten. I'll yeah. tell you that right now. I'll I was a you. fat fuck when I was a kid. I'll tell you a quick one. I was thirty three pounds in third grade. I remember that wow. because of all the threes. Okay, so this is you. Yeah. This is you. I was a fat fuck when I was a kid. <laughs> I was fat. Yeah, um, my grandmother, Italian grandma, yeah. stuffed me full of food yeah. constantly and I was a fat shit yeah. until about the eighth grade and then I hit a growth spurt and got skinny and I can't ever get I back was to just it. A, I was probably, it was probably emaciated. That's probably really? a good definition. Wow. It's, it's probably malnourished, also probably a good definition. It's just white trash upbringing. I didn't, yeah, have, yeah. I didn't have good food to eat and then my body, because it didn't have good food, just fucking blew through all the garbage that I was eating and... And you end up skinny. Wound up skinny. <laughs> and also, too, you were a hyper kid for yeah, what I know, yeah, so you're yeah, running around yeah. like crazy, uh, which doesn't help either. Right. So Dirty and running around. Yeah, running around, burning calories right. like a motherfucker. So <laughs> that's this kid. He's, he's upset about it. He would he would cry, saying, you know, he'd like try to eat stuff and weigh himself. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Like, Anything? More? No, shit. <laughs> he would cry. Uh, his mother told him to keep rocks in his pockets when he weighed himself with the, in front of the other kids. It's called cheating, Ma. Yeah, that's not... <laughs> see, that's the thing. Maybe the other kids won't make fun of him as much, right. but he still knows he's right. not as big, and I think that's the problem with yeah. him is he wants to be bigger here. Uh, now, a lot of this, by the way, this whole story... Uh, a lot of it uh, came from a lot of the information, especially the background information, came from an amazing article. Yeah. Uh, really, really terrific reporting from this person here. It's uh, from the Olympian mm-hmm. uh, newspaper uh, by a guy named Sean Robinson. Okay. Uh, so go online, subscribe to this Olympian Washington newspaper okay. for a minute because uh, they. Th- this is an excellent job of reporting okay. these guys do. Uh, so good publicity for them. Yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, Karen Hull is his mother. Uh, and she's th- this woman, man. I, I gotta like this woman. She yeah. she try she tries. She's one of these single mothers that's like, I'm gonna keep shit together. Yeah. I'm gonna try. Um, and he's kind of a fuck up too, Walter. Like yeah. he he starts to become like kind of a tearaway. He's yeah. like a drinker, and he likes to smoke weed. Yeah. And he likes to skip school, right. and he likes to. Uh, Whatever you did when you were yeah. 14 is what this kid likes to do. I was just seeing every – it's mini Jimmy. This it's is mini all, Jimmy. Yeah, this well, is let's, 15-year-old let's, Jimmy. Let's, it, it turned out much differently for him, okay. I believe, than it did for you, okay. although there are still there is still some time left for yeah. you. We never know. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so uh, his mother, she's 
going from she has multiple jobs, she's yeah. a single mom, she's trying her, her hardest. And uh, this is when, like I said, he starts to get into kind of high school age, doesn't want to go to school anymore. Yeah. He starts skipping school. And kids mess with him, too, Damn. at school. That's the problem here. Uh, uh, things got tough. They moved. Uh, she, Karen, and Walter moved to uh, uh, Pileup. Pile is that how you say that? Uh, I don't know. Pileup, Washington area, uh, this Probably. area here. Close uh, It's about 40,000 population, so actually a bigger it's kind of more of a, a little bit bigger of a town. Uh-huh. Forty thousand and a thousand are yeah. way different in yeah. terms of, of you know everything here. Uh, and for him, this was he, he, too much for him. Yeah. He liked the small town, and sure. this was like a lot of. This is more people that'll make fun of him. This is it. Yeah, he yeah. didn't like it, and he's 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 in high school. He's five foot three. Brutal. You know, he's that's my life. You know, one hundred twenty yeah. pounds at this point. That's he's, my life. That's are, how that's how big I was uh, freshman year, and I didn't make it to one hundred twenty pounds until I graduated high school. Wow. See, well, th- this is this is kind of where he's this at. Is this me. is he's like eighth grade, yeah. and uh, you know, people are are messing with him in junior high. Yeah. They're picking on him. Uh, there's and I get, he didn't have your sense of humor, I assume, uh, probably. too, probably yeah. Yeah. to kind of diffuse the whole situation yeah. and maybe you know skew it toward you a yeah. little bit yeah. and uh, you know get people on your side. Right. Uh, they instead stuffed him in garbage cans yeah. all the time. That sounds right. And uh, yeah, so he. As you might imagine, was not a big fan of going to school. No, wasn't real into it. Yeah, um, as I can, can imagine, this mm-hmm. poor kid. He's got who wants to go to school, and especially too. He moved. He's in some other town. Yeah, uh, now people are stuffing you in garbage yeah. cans. It's like this. My life sucks, man. They played a game called coin flip at my at my high school. He's like Ralph Macchio in The Karate Kid, I feel like, yeah, at this point. Yeah. As he comes in, they're yeah. all, I picture Johnny beating him up. They would take two nerds or two it's people terrible. that they chose that were smaller and jam them into lockers and flip a coin. And the person that lost got pissed on in the locker because they had like that grade in yeah, the front. Yeah, yeah. And I was a victim of this game. Jesus and it was Christ. the first time in my entire life that I won anything. <laughs> and it was the best day of my life. Good for you. The Did you get a little trophy porn, for it? No, poor. Yeah, my trophy was dry clothes. Say your trophy a little. Neil next to me uh, guy wasn't so lucky. Out with <laughs> yeah. Fluid coming out of it. That's the trophy. <laughs> The piss avoider trophy. (laughs) (laughs) Neil next to me, not so lucky, and I remember him screaming, stop, stop, and I was like, just don't aim over here. I don't care if you stop or not. (laughs) It's not my problem. Just, I won. Leave me alone. Not my problem. Let me out. (laughs) Oh, my God. So uh, his mother here, she'd drop him off at school, and she would literally not drive away till he went inside. Because she didn't think he was going to leave, but that didn't bother him because he'd go out the next door. He'd go in the school, in one entrance, out the other exit. Like, just (laughs) not going to school. Not happening here. Uh, She got a call from the hospital one time because uh, Walter had uh, alcohol poisoning at school. What? So he had to, yeah, I guess he drank a whole bunch before he went to school. I know how I'll dull this. But enough to get alcohol. Alcohol poisoning? Well, shit, if you're 115 yeah. pounds, he might have had three that's beers. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know. That's not even a six-pack. He's half fucked. dead. Yeah. Uh, he had to get his stomach pumped, the whole deal. Uh, so he's, she's like, okay, this this area, the uh, pile-up area, yeah. is, is not working out for him. Yeah. Uh, let's send him. Maybe it'll work out better if we move him to uh, Tenino, mm-hmm. which is another little town. It's about 1,600 population. It's about the same size okay. as the first town they came from. Uh, with their, with uh, uh, her mother, Karen's mother, and his grandmother, uh, who and I love in this article, they just call her Grandma Dolores. The Fantastic, whole time. and uh, that's the best thing to call her. She's Grandma Dolores, <laughs> yeah. man. Uh, that's that's all it is here. Uh, so she sent him there, uh, and uh, 
it was better for him yeah. for a little bit here. Uh, she was more strict than the mother and had more time than the mother. Yeah. She wasn't working two jobs sure. and all that sort of thing. So she had more time to say, hey, do your goddamn homework. Right. Uh, you know, be in at a certain time. Yeah. Hey, you, you, you know, you look drunk. Right, you you're smell, a child. You smell will, like Coors. What yeah. are you doing? Well, right, you just fell down. Right, right. you're standing here talking to me. That's not normal for a teenager, is it? I didn't think I might be older, but right. I, I think I got that much. I've seen booze. I've seen how people I've react see, to I've it. I've seen booze. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so he actually did better in school when he went there. Mm-hmm. He had actually good grades. Yeah, uh, which was good. He had a, like a really good grade in science. Like okay. the science teacher was impressed with him, right. saying, this, "This kid knows what he's doing." Yeah. So. Not bad at all here. He wrote uh, in this article, too, it talked about him writing an essay uh, about if he was president. Mm-hmm. He would uh, he would raise taxes to lower the deficit and abolish the Electoral College. Uh, so kick that around amongst yourselves. That would, that's, that's his that's politics. That's fascinating. That's his politics. <laughs> uh, he, uh, that is super fascinating. But the grandmother thing, when you have a kid that's kind of a fuck up. Yeah. And you have a kid that's just kind of restless. It's not even going to say fuck up because you haven't really done anything to fuck up when you're 14. Yeah. It's just kind of you're restless and nobody's kind of figured out how to reach you yet, yeah. I guess. is the yeah. I don't know. Whatever, however you want to put it. There's potential, but yeah. it needs to be guided. He's got stirrings where mm-hmm. he needs to get out and go and do, yeah. you know, I don't think the structure. He, I, plus, I don't think he was used to the kind of structure his grandmother yeah. had for him and maybe at first you're like cool I yeah. like this and it makes you feel good that someone right. cares and all that and then after a while you're, a while you're like but I really don't like going to school and I like <laughs> drinking beer yeah. so maybe grandma's not the best I mean okay. yeah, those things are good but beer yeah. you know I don't want to get stuff in the garbage can I don't can. blame you it happens. Yeah. Maybe he was getting pissed on in the garbage can. It's we possible. have no idea if he won that trophy or not. Yeah, that trophy is so coveted. If he won the golden shower trophy <laughs> or not, I'm not sure. I'm not. It's just a golden what shower. What a shit fucking thing to do to kids. That's an awful Somebody thing. Did it really it. is. Somebody what a did fucking. It. What an asshole. Do you remember who this person was? I don't remember his name. Oh, I, there are was you a kidding group me? Of them. There was oh, a group of them. Do you remember them? any of their names? I don't. I will... Neil. I remember Neil getting pissed on. Oh well, that's not it. the kid who got pissed on. I feel bad. Any of the pissers. Any it pissers? was all the fucking cool kids. Hey, I mean, dickheads. Yeah, all the cool kids. I hope one of you cocksuckers <laughs> listen. Do you remember pissing sure on Jimmy? A Steve, a Mike, or a James. <laughs> well, Steve, Mike, James, go fuck yourselves for pissing on Jimmy. It How dare you? It would have been you? common fucking names. I don't remember it. I just remember being terrified. You cocksuckers. And winning. What a bunch of assholes. <laughs> the first time I won anything. That's a quite the win. Yeah. <laughs> quite it's the win. It's definitely not the loss. No, that it's not loss a loss. That loss is the worst That's loss. That's a tough loss. You're going to go, be in school all day long with somebody else's piss on you. That's the fucking, that's the loss. That's you'd have horrible. to get piss revenge on that. You'd think so, you? right? You'd have to piss in a bag and throw I mean, it at him or something. So that, you'd that's have why to make they a piss the little guy. Well, because still he's not going to fight back. Still make a piss balloon, though. <laughs> I, I just, was, yeah, you I don't gotta know. make a piss balloon. I don't know what to do in that situation. <laughs> Something. That, you, you just to... leave school and never come back. It's kind of like on The Wire when those kids, <laughs> ever watch The Wire, Jimmy? Those the, the whole kids from the neighborhood, they had a plan to ambush these other kids who beat up Dookie because you can't fuck with Dookie. We can fuck with Dookie, but no one else can fuck with Dookie. So they set up a plan to get him around the corner and then throw piss water balloons at him. Really? The only thing is half of them broke in the kids' oh, hands no! as they were throwing them. So they were covered in piss, too. And then the kids chased him, and there was a big brawl. That's what I would be afraid of. 
Yeah. And most of them got the shit beaten out of them for that throwing piss sense. balloons. So in the end, maybe you shouldn't have thrown piss balloons. Right. Wise choice. Well, the problem is with piss balloons, how do you get enough pressure behind it to actually make the balloon expand? Well, that's the you'd have you to really hold it open. Have a, and you gotta at 36, it. I can't you do that today. Serious, serious <laughs> I don't flow. Have the prop, I don't have the pump for you that anymore. You've got to have serious yeah. flow right there. That's a tough one. Maybe mix it with another sub. I'm not sure. Moving on. Get the on. balloon halfway filled up already? So, <laughs> I don't know. He makes, Walter makes a decision, and I don't know why his mother would let him do this, but yeah. I guess if his grandmother couldn't hack it with him, and what else do you do? Uh, he decides to move in. Go to Spokane, Washington, okay. to live with his ex stepfather. No, ex stepfather. No. You don't go live no. with your ex stepfather. No. I don't even want this kid living with his real dad <laughs> at this point. No, definitely not a this stepfather a who then also left. Right. Uh, and also, the population here is now expanding exponentially. That's Spokane's the other thing. huge. It's big, and uh, also his younger brother, half brother from yeah. the stepfather and okay. the mother's relationship. Also, this sounds like a fa- what could go wrong? It's it's got. Really the bad now. Ex stepfather is a trucker who's not there a lot. Fantastic. That'll turn it around. Yeah. Neglect and trucker speed. That's what the kid needs. <laughs> Easy access to trucker speed and no supervision. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah. When he comes home, he is dead tired. Yeah. He's knocking out for three days straight, and that cab of that truck is overflowing oh. with trucker speed. No offense, Those truckers. Are, yeah. We have a lot of truckers yeah. that listen, but this is 1990. Right. You, this is a problem. You're a pussy if you don't <laughs> get up some speed. You're not going to make it on time, boy. <laughs> Better take that Put speed. Put the hammer down, the motherfucker. Hell are you doing? <laughs> I was like, fuck, man. Just lazy. That's just lazy. Holy shit. It's like a guy supposed to pitch in the seventh game of the World Series. He didn't sleep at all the night before because he's out partying. You're fuck? like, that's just irresponsible. Back you're then, not earning what, a ring, you what fuck. What are you doing? Take that trucker speed or you're not going to make it. So, uh,. Uh, God damn it! I love truckers though. They're such amazing people. Yeah, they yeah, really they're, they're, are that's, that's some patient shit that right there. A, that's a fucking. There's no. There's nobody in America that drives this fucking country like they do. That's that's real. It, no, it's a nightmare. With, with, I hate driving. Have, yeah, we have here. four boxes in our studio today because of people like. I hate them. driving to the studio. It's just twenty minutes from my house, <laughs> and that's in a car. And these fuckers are driving from yeah. from Illinois all the way down to and fucking it's a Tucson. Big rig, which yeah. looks frightening. I can't as shit imagine to drive. driving yeah, that so. shit. Uh, shockingly enough, this this didn't this didn't end up working out no. sw- swimmingly as you would imagine. Yeah. Uh, he ends up uh, going back to his mom. Yeah, Walter goes back to live with his mom again. Sure. They're in uh, Puyallup or yeah. whatever it's, it is there. Uh, is it P U L P U I L P U Y? Yeah, L loop a lup. Okay. Pile up. Pile up. Okay, yeah. that's so, weird. Whatever. So right. anyway, uh, she co- he comes back to to live with his mom. Um, they go to counseling. Uh-huh. They go to family counseling. Which see what I mean? His mom tries. Yeah. His mom's like, okay, maybe it'll be better with the grandmother. Yeah. Okay, will you come back? Great. We'll get you in counseling. Let's yeah. try. She tries. She, she exhausted all means, even up until calling her ex. Yeah, he wants to live with you. Right. All right, send him on. I'm never here anyway. Fuck right. it. I don't care. I got a bunch of trucker speed right. he can take. That's right. cool. So. Uh, Anyway, they do that. In counseling, they hear they're told about a program called the Job Corps. Okay. Now, do you know what the Job yeah, Corps is? It's fucked up. <laughs> okay. So now, weird. Uh, dro- job Corps, yeah. if you don't know what it is, let's get into Here it for one go. second, then we'll talk for a second, because I have a feeling you know people that have so, done yeah, this. Yeah, so do so I. Weird. Okay. Uh, job they're co- all fuck-ups. Uh, every, every one of them. Every last one. I'm sorry, but It is this, not the Peace Corps. No, this is not the Peace Corps. This is way different. This is Peace Corps this with is, mess. <laughs> yes. I remember a line in a Wu-Tang song of Ghostface Killer saying, I should have went to Job Corps. And kind of be that it was also simple then. 
So if Ghostface Killer yeah. had the option to yeah. go to Job Corps, <laughs> yeah. uh, then it's not great. It's not, we'll put it that it's, it's not, not the Peace Corps. He never people. said, I should have went to Peace Corps. That didn't happen. <laughs> that never happened, ever. <laughs> uh, never. Fuck. Uh, JobCorps.com says uh, on their site. By the way, there's like no text at all on here. It's all like click on a Pictures. thing to get a video and a picture. There's no. There's like, a reason for Here's that. what we're about. People in Job no. Corps can't fucking read. That's exactly it. Uh, it's one says, "quote Explore the perks." There's yeah. like four options. Four Ex- words. Explore the perks. Uh, three. Find your purpose. Never more than three. Yeah. Find your purpose, which yep. just makes me think of the jerk. Yeah. I found yeah. my special purpose. That <laughs> just, just always makes me think of Steve Martin. Like, anyone say anything about purpose. Find your purpose, and they just look in their lap. That's, That's hilarious. It. I found my purpose. Uh, master a trade yeah. and grow your career. There you go. And those are like four separate options, yeah. which all seem like they pretty much go master along the same thing. Master a trade is great fucking advice, though. I assure you that most of the time, very few of those things are accomplished. <laughs> very few of those objectives actually come to pass. Very few come oh, to fruition. Fuck. I know a couple people who were complete fuck ups that yeah. were at the job core, yeah. and one of them like slept on my couch for like three days because he had a problem at the job core. It's a mess. He didn't even say bye. You just came home one day and he wasn't there. And he wasn't there anymore. <laughs> you exactly. still haven't heard from him. <laughs> Job Corps is, it, it's not the greatest. And I'm sure there's success yeah, oh, stories. Oh, I'm, I'm positive there's at least I three. I know there's <laughs> two or three kids who had a bad environment. They went there. They took advantage of everything the program yeah. had to offer. Yeah. They didn't get invited. That's great. Yeah. Good for you guys. Uh, you look around. You look to your right. Look to your left. You're alone. Right. So <laughs> there you go. On graduation day or whatever the fuck they do. Yeah, whatever Whatever they Whoever do. the valedictorian they, is. They're they, the valedictorian because he's the only one. <laughs> graduation is the day they just knock on your dorm door and say, get the fuck get out the now. Fuck out. You go, I guess I graduated. Somebody hired you. Get out. You stumble out in your nightclothes and they throw a big duffel bag out behind you with all your shit. And you go, rubbing your eyes, you go, I guess I graduated. Fuck, cool. Do I get a diploma? Or? You have to buy a coffee. That's your graduation. <laughs> do, I get a, do I get a diploma and then a paper airplane comes flying out at you? That's the diploma. Stabs you in the eye. Boy, cow. What is that? Oh, okay. There's that. What a great day. What a great day. <laughs> My mother's going to be so proud. She's going to be so happy. You get your whole family I don't have there. health insurance, no. and now I have a cut eye. Fuck, I still don't have health insurance, so these Job Corps people, I'm right with you. Uh it states on the Job Corps website that uh, your earning potential is another thing. They have those four yeah. things, and they have big numbers. Yeah. One is uh, minimum wage, yearly salary, $15,080 right. after Job Corps. And they have, a as you scroll down, like a little uh, bar that goes all the way up past yeah. that to $57,000. Holy shit. Which sounds like they pulled it right out of their ass. Yeah, they did. They're like, that sounds like a lot to a dumb kid, right? right. there. good. How crazy is that that you can go from 15000 to fifty-seven, and then you're like, this is for me that's yeah that's bananas it's this is like this is like you flunked out of the b high school that they right. sent you to after they kick you out of high school right. you flunked out of that they're like it's either the job corps or the army right. i don't know what else to tell you guys <laughs> you know and the army won't take you because no. you're you were you're fucking up even more so they're not they but want, out of the army you could probably make 57 so you, yes. that's probably a better path and they might actually straighten your ass right. out that's the other thing <laughs> yeah. you might actually oh, they keep will. you from being a complete fuck up yeah but uh if they don't you'll be dishonorably discharged or in the brig or in jail and yeah. you were going to be there anyway the, the brochure 
for for Hull and Walter, the, for Karen and Walter, it said, quote, make a new life and a good living. Yeah. So they're looking at that, and they're looking at him, and they're yeah. like, well, he's not doing well in school, right. and he's not going to do all this. Students range from 16 to 24, yeah. and that's the kids I knew that worked there. I was I worked at a bar. I was like 21, and they were like 20 and 22, yeah. and they like worked in the kitchen, and then they you know went to Job Corps right by there, <laughs> and it was very depressing here. Yeah. Um, apparently, they had to cr- pass criminal background checks okay. to see they weren't like a heart, but some crimes were allowed because these kids they are. had fucking records <laughs> yeah. I knew for a fact so yeah. I don't know what kind of background checks yeah. they were doing uh, there's on site dorms have you murdered anybody no yeah. you're in I think maybe that's what it is <laughs> yeah. if you don't have like a you know first degree rape conviction right. they're like okay well you're fine uh, they live in on site dorms here now this one that he's looking at that he wants to go to is in Oregon mm-hmm. uh, all the way by the coast in uh, in uh, Yakats Yakats I don't know how the fuck Yak- it's some Native American what? Y a c h a t s. That's got to be a native. Yachats. Right? I have no idea. Yachets. Yeah, Yachets. <laughs> and I've heard it pronounced different ways. Don't tweet us. Don't tweet Stop us because we don't care, right. and we'll know by then anyway. It doesn't matter. I saw you pick your phone up. It doesn't Stop matter. It. Stop. We don't give a shit. Don't don't say it's this. I know you don't want to know, but ha ha ha. No, we don't. No, so I really You're don't. Just clogging up the notifications. We really are. I got 175 of them with you that. saying yachts, and we love it, but we right. don't need that. Right. Yeah. Right. Say you guys are dicks and you can't pronounce anything, right. and we'll go ha ha. That's right. great. But don't don't correct the no. pronunciation. Make fun of us, fine. <laughs> Correction, fuck you. Okay, <laughs> moving on. So, uh, no alcohol is allowed on site. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's this is a small town. This is south of Newport, okay. down the coast. He's um, getting close. S- small town. Yeah. So they're hanging out here. Uh, this is where he could get his GED. They're saying he could learn a That's trade. Great. He could you know yeah. he could he could do this all here. Uh, no distractions. It's at the beach over there, and you know not the beach beach, right. but like the cold it's beach. The beach. Right. You can go sit on the beach in a parka and right. be like, yeah, this is great. Karen said about the whole thing. This was like a. You know, uh, uh, this was a, a light at the end yeah. of a tunnel, maybe a moment. for him. Yeah. Uh, for so she said, "quote On the face of it, it looked like a great opportunity for someone to get an education and have a place to stay that was permanent and stable." They yeah. talked about the college opportunities. Yeah. So this, she'd never heard the word college mentioned no. in the same sentence with yeah. Walter in her whole life. So she's like, "This is awesome." Uh, Walter is totally on board, but he yeah. wants to go, like we said, to the one in uh, in Yakots or Yakets, Oregon, uh, which is 300 miles away. Okay. So he wants to get away from home. He's only 16 at this point yeah. in time. He's only 16 years old. Uh, he hadn't even turned uh, 17 yet. Right. Uh, his mother asked if he was afraid, and he said that he wasn't afraid at all. Uh, he said he couldn't wait. Yeah. Uh, there was closer ones there where you know he could be there. And she could see him more right. and all that. And he said, nope, I want to be there. I want to yeah. be by the one by the ocean. I like it. I like the ocean. I uh, said he wanted to go fishing and stuff. And he was, was going good there. Good path. I like Good it. path. Yeah. He picks culinary arts as his this career, is which is good for yeah. a kid like this because if you can good with your hands a little bit, you can you know you can be a chef. Small, you, you can fit in the kitchen easily. No, that's you're There's absolutely plenty of right. Room. I'm not even making no, a joke. No, yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah, in a kitchen. Great. You it's see amazing. a guy who's got skills. You see a line cook five seven space? a buck twenty five. Yeah. You're like fuck yeah, yeah come on in, in there. there. You can fit behind me. Absolutely. When you're, you know you're not going to bump into me. Right. You don't want any fat guys. No, the fat guy makes better food. But never trust a skinny chef. It's like well then you'll never trust a chef because they're all fuck. Skinny. <laughs> They're all skinny for right. the most part. To make part. it around in that kitchen, it's so easy when and, you're little. Unless right. they get to be fat and gluttonous later on, right. like Mario Batali. Oh, and he's so you know, good. You're diddling so people good. and everything else. He makes such great food. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he does. And uh, he's apparently a bad guy from what we found out recently. Uh, he always seemed like a bit of a douchebag I mean, to me. He looks like but, a you know, kind of a dick face. He looks that's true. Gross. That's true. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so know, if his behavior matches appearance, then that makes sense. Then what the hell here? Yeah. Uh, now, they, when they're filling out the admission forms, one thing that she 
allowed. Uh, there's a special like a a, a uh, permission slip that allows him on off days to leave campus unsupervised. Yeah. Uh, and his mother has to sign off on that. Otherwise, he's pretty much like locked down in the right. dorms. So his mother signs off on that. He says there's lakes and streams, basically, and he wants to go fishing. Yeah. And he's 16 years old. Yeah. And they're like, okay, we're going to trust you. Yeah. You're trying to get your head out of your ass. They're in counseling. So yeah. at the time, everything he's saying is probably yeah. you know, positive. And yeah. they're like, no, no, Walter gets it now. Right. He's getting it. Yeah. So it's great. Let's put him here. I'm rooting on him for sure right now. You got to root for him everybody's rooting for him here uh so he goes over there they uh they have their you know they put the emergency contacts of her and uh of uh, karen and grandma dolores and all that here he leaves and he's such a kid still he packs his baseball cards when he leaves oh jesus um he's prized possession was uh, was uh ken griffey jr rookie cards which pacific northwest i was gonna say and plus when i was 11 that was a big deal too i had a i gotta get the ken griffey jr upper deck number one of the Mm -hmm. yeah fucking everybody did and i was in new york so it didn't matter where you are it's ken griffey jr uh so and this was right then 1990 this was like his second year uh so uh he writes his grandmother a letter on march 7th 1990 this is before he leaves for his trip in the letter he says quote grandma Hi, today I leave in about eight and a half hours. I am afraid of not succeeding in this venture. I know I can, but I think a large part of my failures are because I am afraid that if I really try, I will fail. I'm going to try to succeed at it at least at least at at least that is what part of me is saying. Uh, but I know the other side is saying I'm a quitter and a failure. I hope you understand what I'm saying. When I get down there, uh, there spelled T uh, T H E I R, uh, and I only say not, I only say that not to make fun of him, but right. to uh, to at this point, but to uh, just kind of the, the lack of education, the lack of education. Right. Yeah, uh, I am planning on going to the junior college they have on campus as well as the job corps. I have so much to say since I talked to you yesterday afternoon. Thanks again for the baseball cards and the card. Although I think you should have saved your money because you need it more than I need baseball cards. Oh, that's sweet. So that's nice, and also too. The the way it's it's written, it's very well. That's a really well crafted letter. It's not bad. It, yeah, he's, he's, he's using venture. He's using he uh, failure and get and his succeed. emotions out. Yeah. He can, yeah, he can tell. He wants you, to be a good kid. Yeah, and if you taught him some English, he'd yeah. probably be able to write right. something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, his grandmother wrote him back saying that it was a chance of a lifetime. Yeah. And everybody is scared of shit. Yeah. Uh, Grown ups feel that way too. <laughs> Did she say that? Everybody's great. scared of shit. Everybody's kid. scared of shit, kid. That's what she wrote. <laughs> listen, she said, listen, buddy. Everybody's scared of shit. Grandma, Get out there. G-ma. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> I don't have time for grand. G-ma. This, this grandmother's so nice. Quote, I love you and think of you a lot and really hope this is the break you deserve. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, quickly sidetrack. Yeah. From grandma. Yeah. This is, uh, she doesn't have money, but here's baseball cards and I love you. I really hope this is the break you deserve. Right. Uh, let's contrast that with Christmas at my house, okay? <laughs> Christmas Eve, quick sidetrack. Yeah. Quick sidetrack. Christmas Eve, my grandmother's at my house. Yeah. Uh, number one, hilarious thing, just a foreigner thing. Yeah. My mother, somebody made Oreo balls, these okay. dessert things. And uh, she said, Ma, what the hell is the Oreos? <laughs> she had no idea what an Oreo is, which I think is fucking hilarious. What the hell is the Oreos? It's the Oreos. It's right. like, you've been in this country since they came out, so right. there's no excuse for not knowing. There's commercials. There's knockoffs of them now. Jesus. You know what an Oreo yeah. is, yeah. lady. Uh, number two, 
my ravioli. I made homemade ravioli. Yeah. Last week we were at the studio, went home. 6.30 in the morning we were making homemade ravioli. <laughs> till For all these people, made hundreds of ravioli. Fucking 13 hours of ravioli. Insane, yeah. right? Uh, give it to my grandmother. She's the first plate. You know, yeah. I make the whole thing. I yeah. give her the first plate. Everybody eats. Everybody says how good it is. And this shit was good, Jimmy. <laughs> I don't mess around with the homemade pasta. This yeah. ricotta, you could just eat it out of the bowl. Yeah. I had it seasoned with the cheese. It was so amazing. This yeah. was a, a, the best the best thing I've ever made. Yeah. Okay, I'm proud of this shit. <laughs> Everybody eats. <laughs> Everybody feels good about it. It's yeah. amazing. I'm in the kitchen. I'm just kind of cleaning up. I just am making my plate yeah. to eat standing at the counter right. while I'm doing all well, this. Well, you clean up flour off the floor. And my grandmother walks in the kitchen and she says, "My Jimmy, <laughs> my, can I ask you? Did you put any seasoning in the in the ricotta at all? Any salt, pepper? It's very bland." <laughs> Grandma, it's sixteen hours. <laughs> you know. I love my grandmother, <laughs> but every once in a while, you understand why the desire to punch an old lady would come to the surface. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Not that you do it, but the I desire just saw you in my to head. do it. I just saw you. <laughs> you know what so I'm if you know James, he shrugs a lot and he doesn't say anything. So you and he, you just know that shrug means I'll fucking lock. <laughs> and true. I can see you taking a bite of the ravioli. That's exactly what I did. Shrugging, setting the plate down, turning around and just <laughs> drilling this whole thing. I looked at her. I stopped. And she. She had a look on her face. I guess this is a Christmas I punched you. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Merry Christmas. She had a look on her face like I was an asshole, right. too. Like, why did you do this to me? And I kind of cocked my head sideways, and I went, I I guess not enough, then. I'm sorry, Grandma. I don't know. I messed up. And then she went on to tell me five more times yeah. that I should have done better. Right. And so I said, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Thank you, Grandma. Oh, I can't wait to meet um, her. And didn't say anything else. Yeah, you will on March 25th at Stand Up Live because she'll be there at the show. Then for a Christmas present, yeah. she proceeded to give me my own savings bonds that she got for me in 1982. <laughs> that was my Christmas present. I shit you not. Oh, we're going to open a time capsule I on open Christmas. Up and I'm like, these are addressed to me. These are from 1982. For you already bought these for me. <laughs> they were from Christmas of 82. Right. So she bought me a Christmas present in 1982 that Put she then the gave again to me 35 years later. That's some foresight. That's unbelievable. Wow. That's so that's fantastic. that's grandma over the Somebody holidays. Somebody gave me a gift card this Christmas. <laughs> we got gift cards from our listeners. Yes, thank uh, you. If they took those and put them in a time capsule and then gave them to us again next year, I'd be fucking furious. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> she regifted my own gift right. that was already to me. She didn't regift a gift someone gave right. to me. She got me something, then rewrapped it, gave it to me again. That is a next level of, of cheap and funny. <laughs> so that's the next level of. Go fuck yourself yeah. with your ravioli. Oh, yeah. Your ravioli sucks, and here's something you already own. I'll Have bet fun. she had two Merry gifts. Merry Christmas. She had two gifts for you. One was if you fucked up the ravioli, and yeah. you did. Yeah, yeah, that was... <laughs> and then the other one was like a fucking TV yeah. in her trunk. That's it. That's gone. My I'll, head. My, my, I'll, get you, I'll get you a gift after your ravioli. <laughs> she handed me the envelope, too. She said, Ma, they should be, they'll be worth more than they say on the front because they're old. And I'm because like, Because there's time passing. And there's an envelope. I'm like, What is she talking about? And then I open it up and I'm like, Oh, there's bonds. Maybe, like, wait, these are addressed to me. These are from, she already got me these for Christmas. Thank you, Grandma. Thank you very much. That's terrific. So, uh, yeah. 
That what is. a gift. Oof. That's a different grandma. That's my nice grandma. Yeah. Too. So uh, You deserve every break you're going to get, Jesse. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> she also used to hit me with a spoon violently when I was a child. Shit, yeah, so she did. I she's a foreigner, that, though. Yeah. I'll give her that. She told me way worse stories of her own beating, so it's fine. Uh, now, Walter's 5'7", 128 pounds, going off to the, the job corps on his own with people who are going to be older than him, which is tough here. Yeah. Um, first two weeks he's there, he calls his grandmother a bunch, calls his mother a bunch. Uh, he, he said, can you send me a fishing pole? Yeah. I guess his fishing pole broke. That's and nice. he's like, I need a fishing pole. I'm yeah. bored over here. Weird thing happens, though. March 20th, 1990, uh, he gets a call. Uh, the grandmother gets a call from him. Yeah. And she, he's just being weird. Yeah. Uh, he's being he's saying things but not saying things. It's, he, st- he tells her, quote, <laughs> this place is nothing like you think it is. Yeah. And uh, he's and, let down. Yeah, and she, she, but he wouldn't go into details. Yeah. He just said it's not like they say, and it's yeah. not what you think. And he kept saying stuff like that. The people are different than you'd imagine. Yeah. Real weird stuff. It's uh, Job Corps, bro. It's Job Corps. What did you expect? <laughs> yeah. This is not, yeah, you're not right. going to the most. It's not Yale. No. <laughs> no. And even Job there, Corps. they would they would haze yeah, yeah, you and everything yeah. else, probably horribly. But right. these people are going to just, they're, they're criminal minds right. have these people. This so is Skull and Bones without the sweater vest. That's exactly. What this, this is Skull and Bones with actual skulls <laughs> and bones. Right. That's the problem. Uh, so uh, Grandma Dolores said, quote, we learned there wasn't anything good about that place. Yeah. So that's that's rough here. Uh, but they don't hear anything from him. Uh, that was the 20th of March. By April 5th, they don't hear anything from him for two weeks. Yeah. And they're like, what is going on with Walter? Two this weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. He just doesn't call. And they think... Well, for a while, they're like, well, he said he was kind of bummed out there, yeah. and so maybe he's just you know, trying to adjust. And yeah. so they kind of give him his space. Uh, but then a Job Corps counselor calls her on April 5th, 1990, oh, calls shit. Karen, uh, a guy named Bud, and he said that uh, he wants to know what Walter's plans are. Yeah. And she said, plans about what? What yeah. the fuck are you talking about? We went over a, you know, a curriculum, and yeah. you guys, we talked about this. Um, she said, well, why don't you ask him about it? He's the one with you. I'm here. Right. What are you talking about? And he said, hasn't anyone called you? She said, no, nobody's what? called me. And, and what are you talking about? And he said, well, he, he's been missing. He's, he left the 24th of March, and we haven't seen him at all. I don't Holy know what you're shit. talking about. She, he goes, you mean you haven't heard from him? Oh, boy. She's like, fuck no, I haven't heard yeah. from him. And you, no one told me he's fucking missing. And right. they were like, oh, I don't know. We, we figured he just went home or something. Yeah. Uh, they said the- uh, This is Job Corps. That shit happens all the time. Yeah, and they, that's what I mean. <laughs> they run away all the time. Yeah. I guess they have a rule for alerting parents when a student takes off. Uh, the the policy then, this is 1990, is that they require notification within 24 hours. Yeah. Uh, he's been missing since March 24th. It is now uh, it is now April 5th. That's not good. So that's a lot. That's a that's a long time for yeah. a 16-year-old kid to be doing God knows what out yeah. there. She hangs up. Karen hangs up with the counselor, and she immediately calls the Pierce County, uh, Washington, Sheriff's Department yeah. to file a missing person, person report. Sure. Uh, they tell her... He's not missing in Washington, so you need to call Oregon and do it there. Right. Oh, so she calls back to the Job Corps to find out more information so she can give to those people. Right. Uh, she gets a call back from a woman named Marin Taylor, uh, who's a counselor there. This Taylor woman has the balls to tell her that there's nothing to worry about. She's you're fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. She's like, what do you mean don't worry about it? I don't, I don't know where my 16-year-old is, and you haven't seen him in two weeks almost. So what the hell is going on? The lady tells her, Marin uh, Taylor tells Karen, uh, we figured it out. He took off for Wyoming with another kid. Um, 
So she's Marin like, said that? Yeah, she, the Taylor, the, uh-huh. the counselor. Said, yeah. yeah, she took off to Wyoming, and she's like, he's 16 fucking years old. He doesn't get to he go can't, to Wyoming on yeah, his own? Yeah, he can't. If he's not with you, he right. belongs with me. Right. Um, you know, he's 16 he's years old. He's still a minor. He can't go running around different right. states with other people. Uh, uh, the, the mother here, Karen, asked the lady, Taylor, to file a police report. And she says, what, for what? We That's know when where he's he like, is. she's 16, right. you fucking dummy. Right. Uh, finally, she says she will file a report. And as you can imagine, I mean, the Karen's freaking out. Yeah. She doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Sure. She hasn't heard from her son. She's losing her mind. Uh, she speaks to another counselor uh, to ask if the police report had uh, been filed. Uh, what about the other kid that took off with Walter? Is he back? Who do you is know that where, kid? Right. Do you know where he is? Can Who's we get that? a name? Can <laughs> we get something? Can we paint something in this right. picture? Because right. right now, there is no colors. This is is too much. This, this is, is too the, good. This is too gray. This is five minutes into a Bob Ross painting. You have right. no fucking idea what those gray blobs right. that he's telling you to swoosh around and just right. do kind of hard and then just swoosh it off at the end. You know, get the brush. You don't know what that's going right. to be. Is it going to be a mountain? Is it going to be a tree? We right. have no fucking idea at this point. So that's what I think we're doing here. Uh, the counselor says, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, everyone who left with Walter, all the boys that took off that day, uh, they've been back. No one filed any police report. Uh, Walter took all his clothes with him. They tell her. They say he took his clothes, his personal belongings. That's I don't know. Not what, a fucking day trip. I don't know what to you're Wyoming. talking about. Yeah, this isn't a motel yeah. where they're like, oh no, see, room one twenty eight. Now he checked out. No, <laughs> no. Well, room one twenty eight, hundred twenty eight pounds here. Right. He's still there. <laughs> God damn it. Where is he? Right. Uh, so uh, she said. Karen said, I'll I'll file the shit with myself. I'll file the police report myself. And uh, I'm going to come down there too yeah. and talk to you, motherfucker. You're goddamn right. Uh, so yeah, the job corps—they're just like he's a runaway. I don't know. He ran away. Kids run away all the time. I don't that's know what to ridiculous. tell you. Yeah, like I don't know if a lot of these kids don't have parents that give a shit. Yeah, that's it, probably they're it's not used, generally true. They're probably not used to dealing with involved parents who actually care right. and actually go, "Hey, where's my kid?" The you majority know? of people in job corps, the parents are like, "Your problem now." Yeah, I'm glad I haven't heard from right. him in two weeks. Thank right. God, it's finally it's been a reprieve. Finally, yeah. So. Uh, Anyway, they never filed the police report, and they Jesus. didn't tell her they didn't file the police report. Jesus so as far Christ. as she knew, she filed, they, the police report was filed. Right. So it ends up being a Lieutenant Dave Shanks, mm-hmm. who is the guy looking for the, for the police department there. Yeah. Uh, he uh, spends an afternoon uh, in uh, Yakats. Right. Uh, he talks to the Job Corps people. He talks to staff members. Uh, they tell him that three other students— with Walter, uh, a guy named Troy Culver, yeah. who's 20 years old. Culver's like 5'7". He's a stocky little fat fuck, though. Okay. Uh, Eric Forgen and Jeff Calligan, uh, these other two guys, they were both 19, almost 20. So they're older than him. They're three years older yeah. than him. Uh, kind of a little more seasoned than him here. Uh, the four of them went to Nye Beach on the 24th. Okay. And uh, what the students tell him, that they went, they talked some guy into uh, buying him beer. They got a case of Old English 40s. You bet. So A case of case 40s. of 40s which Gross. i think is like eight is i think it? that's like eight i think i'm I, not sure i hope so a case can't it, be 20 you're not getting 24 40s. that's too many they're not drinking six 40s a piece that's, that's not, a lot you will die you, <laughs> at 110 pounds you First will of all, fuck yes you wouldn't be able to just keep that much liquid in you would be no. coming out of your ears right. <laughs> beer just coming from your pores oh, i can't do it anymore you'd just be you'd drown in drinking beer. and pissing at the same time constantly you, you just have just to be standing steady, on the beach a steady stream dick out just pissing while you're drinking yeah they, they tell him that Walter got super drunk uh, and went off by himself. And they said they went back and they didn't come back with him. They came back to Job Corps and they're like, I don't know, he just disappeared. He walked down the um, beach, so yeah. we left. All three of the kids said the same thing. Like wow. he was, he was there. there. There's a thing where they saw them. Uh, 
the, the kids said that there were some girls, and uh, they, Walter was kind of acting like a jackass, and so they kind of left him alone to go talk to these girls. Like a 16-year-old does? Yeah, <laughs> and they said they wandered off, and fucking, you know, he wandered off somewhere. They said he took a beer. He yeah. took an extra beer and wandered off somewhere. And so He's they were like, wandering around with 240s. The 240s are like, whatever, <laughs> fuck him, you know what I mean? They're not like brothers. They don't, so they're just weird. some kids from the job court yeah. that said, I'll go to the beach too. Like, they're not like a, you know, a crew. Yeah. This isn't like, oh, these are best yeah. friends. And Still just a weird story, but it's an ex- it's a story I expect from people in Job Corps. <laughs> exactly. It's it's par for the course here. It's it's core for the course yes. here. Lieutenant Shanks talks to uh, 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 Casto, uh, a guy named Casto, who's one of the counselors there at the Job Corps, and he tells him that we don't we generally don't contact police when someone goes AWOL. We normally contact the parents and the student screeners immediately, uh-huh. but they don't. That's the problem here. Right. Another counselor tells the the policeman here, Shanks, that Walter's mother, that Karen had been contacted multiple times before that. Uh, she, he said, I know four or five different people that have spoken to her since then. What the shit? And it's like, uh, no, right. uh, don't think so. Shank but, said that? No, no, no. Oh, the, 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 the job corps people gotcha. said this. So he's just gathering his information. Shanks, he talks to Culver uh, again. He talks to everybody. Now, what the kids say, too, is they say that Walter was, uh, they say he drank his first 40 really fast, okay. and uh, which if you're 128 pounds, you're going to get hammered drinking a 40 fast. Deal, That's yeah. three and a half beers, yeah. so that'll get you good. And they said, and he took another one and started drinking that real fast. And uh, so they, then they were going to talk to some girls, yeah. and uh, when they looked for him, him and another 40 was gone. So 40 number three, oh, they said God. he took with him and wandered off here. He's trying to hammer nine beers in like an hour. Yeah, and then, well, they said, too, he didn't wasn't a guy who could really hold his alcohol, yeah. A, for his age and weight, but right. they said he said he was he liked weed better. He was a weed guy, yeah. and uh, he said that uh, Culver said that Walter had always bragged that he'd done acid, yeah. and uh, he said he couldn't wait to get out of job corps so he could do more drugs. This okay. is what uh, Culver, Troy Culver, is telling the detective. This is his story. This is his story gotcha. here. There's also in his file, uh, Shanks finds in the Job Corps file that he's got a girlfriend named Emma Beller yeah. at the Job Corps. He found a girl. It's not bad. He's been there a couple weeks. He found a got girlfriend. A girlfriend? So, any buddies to go drink beers with? That's not bad. This is good. This is better than before. Meanwhile, this, this detective has the best detective name ever. I, every Shanks. time you say it, I keep seeing that brass Lieutenant name Dave tag. Shanks. Yeah. Shanks. Detective. Just, just detective Shanks on his Shanks. fucking on his name tag. It's amazing. Uh, so yeah, so he comes back. He tells the mother about that. Uh, they say that the job corps staff marked him as quote chose not to return. Whoa! Rather than missing. How, uh, how are they doing this? They're I just. I don't understand. I don't understand this whole case already. This is just, fucking too much. The job corps is just like I don't know. He yeah. took off, and this guy's like I looked for him. I don't know. You Here's see, your, see why we're ragging him. on job corps? This is weird. That's it. And then well, the police force too. That's yeah. it. They do all that investigation. That's they're the report. Like, Fuck it. Two days later, they're like I don't know. Whatever. Don't know. That's it. Uh, this guy did not talk to uh, Forge, uh, For- Forsgren, that's his name, sorry, yeah. Forsgren or Callaghan, okay. the other two guys he was with. Really? So these are two people. Three people are the last to see him before he disappears. He only talks to one of what them. The and he's fuck? like, eh, I guess he wandered off. It's I don't a good need to story, talk to kid. the other You're two. Right. Yeah, it's what fine. What the fuck? Doesn't talk to his girlfriend at yeah. all, the alleged Emma? girlfriend, Emma Beller. Doesn't talk to her. Just doesn't talk to people. He, uh, he gives the report to a guy with the Newport Police Department up where it is, yeah. and uh, that's it. Basically, they saw... 
They didn't seek anything. They, they didn't treated look. a minor like this. They just said, eh, he'll, he'll turn up eventually. What the fuck? He's kind of a tearaway, so whatever. That's the way Don't I looked at it. Don't give a shit. But he never ran away before yeah. and not told anyone where he was. Yeah. He never uh, disappeared from his grandmother and his mother. That yeah. never happened before. So, yeah, they just suspend the case. They say he's a runaway. He's just missing person like this anybody is, else. This is 1990? 1990. This is wow. 1990 here. So Karen, not taking this shit, yeah. grabs fucking Grandma Dolores. Yeah. They hop in the goddamn Buick yeah. and bolt ass 300 miles down there to talk yeah. to, to talk about this shit in person. Yeah. Uh, she talks to everybody. There's no stone unturned with this Good lady. She is like... She is like Winona Ryder in Stranger Things. <laughs> like, her kid's in a fucking wall. Nobody believes her. They're yeah. showing her a corpse, yeah. and she's like, no, 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 I'm buying Christmas lights. My kid's in the fucking wall, and I'm going to get him out. I don't care what the hell you say. I know he's in the wall. You can tell me he's not all you right. want. Tell me he's in the lake. I found him in the wall. I like it. So that's what's going on here, I feel like. So I, this is who I picture the whole time. I picture Winona Ryder frantically hanging up Christmas lights <laughs> in her white trash rundown shithole Indiana house. I just picture that. That's it. <laughs> I just picture Winona, Winona Ryder doing that anyway. Anyway, that's yeah. probably where her life of, is yeah. today. <laughs> no shit. So they get there. Grandma Dolores uh, says it looks like an institution. Yeah. Uh, the kids look like crooks. Yeah. Um, it's basically not what she had in mind. Yeah. She thought it was going to be a bunch of kids like going right. to with school books, and it's like, this looks like There's a prison. trees and shit, and she's like, everything's gray. Yeah, this, this is weird. This is all concrete and <laughs> right. prison and boots, and this is strange. Uh, they all wore big boots apparently right. there. I guess it was a, a so weird. handout. I don't understand it here. Now, what they end up doing, uh, they meet them. First thing they do is they give Karen a bag of Walter's things. Okay. Uh, hmm. They told her. That he was just missing. That he took his things. Oh, that's right. They said he took all his shit and was gone. Everything. They're like, why, how do you have this right. here? Two days ago, I was told that he took his shit and left. Right. Now you have his shit. By the way, someone took his baseball cards. They weren't in there. Really? So, yeah. Oh, they've definitely robbed him. Wow. His shit's going to be sitting in his room for two days with they valuables and for, for two weeks. These Fucking, motherfuckers. These Griffies are gone, yeah. man. Gone. So he didn't take his things with him, which is an odd thing that, right. you know, you would think if he was going to run away, right. at least grab your shit, maybe. Grab right. your bag of clothes before. Before you leave. And why doesn't That'd the detective smart. have those? You know what I mean? Because he, he didn't look that far into it. Shitty ass police work. Terrible this is police. So bad. This is small town shit. Yeah. This is why we do small town murder right. because this shit doesn't happen other places. No. If you, I, whatever, you could say whatever you want about L.A., but if the Los Angeles Police Department w were handed a missing 16-year-old, oh, they wouldn't just be like, I don't know, they said he's gone, fuck right. it, whatever. They would at least probably ask the three people he was with. Right. I'm not saying they would find the kid or right. do it, but whatever. They would ask, <laughs> they'd at least ask more than two people. Right. They'd say he was with three people. We'll ask more than one of them That's where he crazy. was, if they might have seen one him possibly. Person. So, yeah, uh, they also say now, uh, they say they tried to contact Karen. Uh, they said they called her two days after he uh, di after she disappeared after Walter disappeared, but they right. couldn't reach her. They said they left a message on Grandma Dolores's uh, answering machine, and they sent a letter that day. Uh, the problem is, uh, she never got a letter. Mm -hmm. They never called Karen, and she has an answering machine. Right. And Grandma Dolores, who they say they left a message on her answering machine, does not have an answering machine. Perfect. So they fucking lied about everything. Uh -huh. They were like, "You didn't answer." She's right. like, "Well, I have an answering machine, but we left a message on hers. She doesn't have one." Right. So complete every. Everyone's full of shit here. They're just talking shit. They never right. sent a letter, nothing. It's essentially a bunch of ass covering for nobody's ass covering. You know yeah. what I mean? They're, they they yes. completely dropped the ball. So now Hull and Grandma right. go into Casto's office, and right. they drag the other three fuckheads that he was with. Yeah. And they're like, listen, you three nudniks, get in here. Yeah. Uh, Culver, uh, Forsgren, and Callaghan. Uh, they sit them down, and they notice that they're not, you know, they're not like 
kids. Right. You know what I mean? They're kind of a little they're more adults. hardened. They're One legitimate of adults. Well, Culver's got a mustache, for Christ's sake. Jesus so, I mean, I doubt that kid has ever uh, – Walter probably never shaved in his yeah. life. And if you've seen pictures of Walter, too, at, by, at that time period, yeah. he, he was – he looked like he was – He's he, a child. He was 16. And he looked like he was 11. Jesus. I mean, he looked like he was 11 years old. Like he could have He could have gone to fifth grade and they would have yeah. been like, come on in, young man, yeah. and sit down. Like, if he'd no have stuck would've... around a little bit longer in life, he could have turned out like me where you look like you're 11 when you're 16. Yeah. And then eventually you turn 25 and you look like you're 72. You it's, the, it's the most fucked up life. You went from looking 12 it's, to yeah, 45 It was so great. I was carded every oh, day terrible. of my life when I was 24 for booze oh, and man, cigarettes. And I turned 25 and they're like, enjoy retirement, old man. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking Wait, about? hold on. Here's your, you forgot your issue of Modern Maturity <laughs> right, Magazine. Right. You forgot that. Would you like to AARP. use your AARP discount? No, I would not. I'm 25. So she... Uh, <laughs> she, so Hull is now interrogating these kids, which is not her job, right. by the way. Uh, right. She said, uh, you know, ask them. They told her the same story they told Shanks. Yeah. Everybody says the grandmother and Karen said that they wouldn't look her in the eye. They just kept looking down at their shoes. Yeah. Culver, uh, she would ask them stuff and they just really wouldn't talk. Culver said at one point, I'm sorry. And she said, why? Why yeah. would you say that? And he said, well, if he'd been drinking and, uh, you know, if he ran away on his own, uh, you know, I should have watched out for him better. I, you know, I'm the oldest one and it's, it should have been my responsibility to make sure he didn't wander off. Yeah. Um, so that's it. The kids wouldn't say anything else, though. So that's, there's nothing more you could not say. It's apology time. Save apologies for when you really fuck up. That's it. Well, right. she drove home. Hull drives home. Mm-hmm. Karen drives home. Dejected. What are you going to do? Yeah. They're saying nothing. What can you say? Uh, so she starts writing letters to Congress. Oh, my God. They won't fucking find my kid. Find my kid. Yeah. Uh, so she writes to Republicans, to Democrats. She writes uh, to these people. So she's trying to get answers from there. This is April of 1990. This is two weeks, 12 days after, uh, 17 days after she found out mm-hmm. that he's missing. Uh, next after that, Karen and her father, a guy named Larry Bullard, they go back down to Job Corps. Uh-huh. Uh, fucking great mom, yeah. by the way. She's not I taking no for yeah. an answer. She's mm-hmm. had to call into work all these days. Right. I don't give a shit. My kid's missing. The whole deal. Uh, nothing new comes from any of these people. Uh, nothing at all. But during this trip, uh, a girl named Emma Beller talks to all her. Right. Emma Beller pulls her aside. Uh, according to Karen, pulls her aside uh, in a hallway, grabbed her by her sleeve, she said, and whispered to her uh, that she heard that there was a fight and that TC, which is Troy Culver, everybody yeah. calls him TC, TC and Eric got in a fight with Walter and threw him off a bridge. That would be the 133-foot-high Yakina whatever yeah. bridge that we discussed earlier. Why the fuck else would I bring up a fucking bridge in a goddamn story? <laughs> Give me some goddamn credit. When I'm setting shit up in the beginning, I don't like the town stuff. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess what? It comes There's up a reason. later. Motherfuckers, not to write a fucking story. So uh, she says that there that that's what she heard that the, that uh, you know uh, threw him off a bridge, and then but Emma Beller wouldn't say anything else, and she like kind of ran off, and she's like I've said too much. Like that's so creepy. What are we in? A, what is this? The Handmaid's Tale? Right. We're fucking like one whisper and right. you run away. They're gonna find much. out. They're gonna know. I said too much. I said too much. He's a fucking white rabbit. Yeah, it's fucking bizarre. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, it runs away. You go in the room. She went in. and She's not in there. Right. You know, there's a tiny hole in the right. corner, and she's gone. A couple of eyes, and you listen to Cheshire Cat tell you some stories. What the fuck is this? Yeah. Uh, so Hull goes to the Newport police and said, "Hey, bridge guy, maybe yeah. maybe Let's the guy go body's look. in there." 
They said, probably not. This is what the police told her. Probably not. When people fall off that bridge, the bodies eventually wash up. So we would have probably seen what them by the now. What the fuck? It'll be, and if not, they'll come up eventually. There but, are wolves out there. But, you know, usually, not in the water. Usually they wash on up by the shore. <laughs> oh it's fine. God. So we would have found them on the beach. Some tourist would have found them while Jesus. they were looking for sh- seashells at some point What here. a thing to say to a parent that's grieving. So, yeah. So she goes home, comes back, goes to the job corps. She wants to put up... Uh, uh, she wants to put up uh, missing posters, missing person posters yeah. of Walter around there. Uh, she's told she's not allowed in when she gets there. Wow. The Casto asshole says, there's nothing more for me to say to you. You're not coming in. You're not putting posters up. Get the fuck out of here. So <laughs> they lose her kid, and then they're, like, kicking her off the property. Wow. So how should – this is, like – Every once in a while, the worst thing in the world is a mass shooting. But yeah. every once in a while, you go, how did someone not show up with a fucking <laughs> right. assault? Like, you getting pissed on in the locker. <laughs> how did you not show up and fucking get revenge on every last one of these motherfuckers? Because you're a sane person. I get that. We all are. But this is one of those situations yeah. where I could see her going, okay, yeah. and going to the sporting goods store and coming back with a shotgun and shooting every one of these counselors. Yeah. Not that I'm encouraging right. that at all. But, but if that happened, I'd go... Makes wow. sense. Right, that snapped, makes a lot man. more sense than you a guy her off the edge. dressed as a Joker going into yes. a fucking movie theater. Exactly. You pu- at least there's a reason you <laughs> right. pushed her over the edge. She snapped. She couldn't take it right. anymore. You drove her fucking crazy, literally, here. The problem is uh, she talks to the police officers. They say there's nothing more else they can do the, for her. The, there, he's a runaway. Uh, they give her a, uh, a form to sign. She signs some form. Uh, what this does is this classifies him as a runaway officially, and she says, okay, I'm all right with that. Uh, what that means and what she doesn't know is that that means there's no more active inquiry. It's just put in a shelf. So now if somebody says, hey, I got some kid, is he a missing person? If they call in and look it up, oh, yeah, he is, but they're not looking for this person That's actively. fucked up. It's just they just shelf him. Fuck it. He's gone. And she has no idea that this is what this means. Yeah, uh, oh. that's the, the in the in the uh, in the report it says quote I therefore recommend Walter Thomas Ackerson Jr. be cleared from the computer as a missing person and entered as a runaway juvenile, which no. means they'll be back eventually. Fuck Never off sign here. That. Never signed, but she didn't know that's what she yeah. was signing. They just told her, uh, yeah. So she wanted to believe that he's that this happened. Yeah, in her mind. That's a better story. Oh, much better. He went to Wyoming with yeah. some other kid to be a fucking cowboy or something. Right. It's a better story <laughs> than two dipshits threw him off a bridge. Right. Like, as a mother, you want to believe that, sure. I would imagine here. Uh, so, you know, she said she thought the police really looked into it, too. Yeah. You tell the police there's a missing child, you expect they might check that out a little right. bit. And so she had no fucking idea. Walter Ackerman Jr. is a much better cowboy name anyway. It's a, that's a good that's cowboy a fucking name. Great yeah, cowboy that's name. actually actually true. <laughs> that's not bad here. She even told uh, she she told the, the this, you know, this police officer here, too, yeah. that, uh, you know, about this, uh, the Amabeller story, yeah. the kids, the whole deal. Uh they say in the report here that uh, that they should contact the three males that he was with to see if they have any any more information. But outside of that, eh, who knows here? Right. Uh, two of them have not been interviewed at all officially, and the case is suspended, so they're not really going to do that Fuck. anyway. Uh, by May 1990, people in Congress are, are working on this. Okay. Uh, the, but it's it's ridiculous because it's all bureaucracy. Uh, the the con- congressmen actually say, write letters uh, they send them to the U.S. Department of Labor, which oversees the Job Corps. Right. Uh, but 
The letters were then forwarded to the Department of Agricultural Agriculture, which forwarded them to the letters uh, forwarded them to the Forest Services, what? which oversaw that particular Job Corps employee set in in, in over okay, here. Okay, so again, it more specific. They're just sending them around. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit. Uh, finally, the Forest Service passes them to the Job Corps, and uh, every 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 reply came from Casto, the oh, same guy who kicked God her off the fucking it. property. It does nothing, and it goes nowhere. Yeah, they said that uh, they just said, hey, we did try to contact her. She's crazy. Mm -hmm. Uh, She gets a letter from her congressman back in May. So less than two weeks later, she gets a letter back saying, uh, quote, the day after the disappearance, they did attempt to contact you and that proved unsuccessful. They left a message on your mother's answering machine. Apparently, the friends who last saw uh, said Walter chose not to return. I can't imagine. Same thing. Tough shit. We looked into it. I don't fucking know. Whatever. Uh, So, yeah, this whole thing is... Fucking ridiculous. She's pissed off. She yeah. replies back that they've constantly given her misleading information and different stories. Right. Uh, it's obvious that uh, Casto is trying to cover this up and, you know, they fucked up and they don't want to acknowledge it. Right. But things happen. I mean, it's she's writing letters back and forth, but this goes on through 1990. Jesus. No word. No nothing. The whole goddamn um, year. Whole year goes by. Uh, students, the, 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 the three that she wanted to talk to, Calligan, yeah. Forsgren, and, uh, and Culver, uh, they all leave. Calligan graduates. Um, they say he's uh, that he has great praise from stuff on his reports from his teachers. They say right. what a great guy he is. Uh, Forsgren ends up getting suspended and kicked out. Yeah, uh, he's for a piece of shit. Dicking off, drinking, stupid stuff like that. Uh, Culver is also kicked out for assaulting another student. Oh, he's, he's a little bit violent. He's fucking aggressive. This yeah. Culver here. Uh, but that's it. Uh, the, the, they went to the Walters photo. Went to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children that you'd get a, a flyer for yeah. with age progression. Back, and you throw it in your trash. That's where it is. Where you uh. don't even look at it. That's the one here. Um, they did the whole age progression, which, by the way, uh, he looks like Jeffrey Dahmer in one of them, oh, which is very terrible. creepy. And I feel bad. And I'm like, you know what? You could have made him look right. like anything you wanted. This is all. Yeah. This is all really just an exercise in futility, <laughs> anyway. So it's whoever did that just was like, he drinks in high school. I got a perfect picture this for is him. Perfect. This is exactly yeah, what he must like. kill a bunch of people. <laughs> uh, so you know, she's. It's rough, man, on the family here, but. Uh, this whole time, as you can imagine. Yeah. I can't imagine uh, your kid's missing for two days. Yeah. Now we're through this. Years go by, yeah. Jimmy. Christmases. Years. Gone. Christmases. Uh, 1994 comes along. Okay. Uh, Troy Culver gets back into Job Corps yeah. in eastern Washington. Perfect. Um, it's in his psychological profile here. He admitted he has a drinking problem, and he said that when he's drunk, he becomes, quote, a mean, angry person who likes to hurt people. Jesus. So that's a good guy. Yeah. That's a nice psychological he report there. He hurt yeah. somebody, but then he gets fucking angry and violent when he drinks. That's it, man. Uh, 1996, police finally... Finally, and we'll talk about where it came from here, uh, Lincoln County Sheriff's Detective, a guy named Pete Peregrine, yeah. uh, he, for some reason, takes a look at this file. It was just a standard review of old files. He sure. must have been bored that day. And he said that uh, Forsgren and others hadn't been interviewed, so he goes and he tries to interview these people. He finds Eric Forsgren. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, the, the Forsgren says the same story. They found girls By on the, the beach. By the way, they call him Foreskin, for sure. Foreskin, you know he gets Absolutely. Foreskin. You know he's no Eric doubt. Foreskin. <laughs> hey, Eric Foreskin. Yeah. They so, just uh, call him Foreskin. Yo, That's Foreskin. His, yeah. <laughs> You're goddamn right they you do. You know he is, man. Every time you've said it, you I've gone Foreskin. Foreskin, man. Uh, so he tells him the same old fucking story. Yeah. Uh, girls and football on the beach yep. and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and detective, don't call me Foreskin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the, the, he said, Forsgren even said, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, Forsgren even said that 
that you know, uh, you know, he, he never even thought about really Walter. He just figured he ran away. Yeah, you know, whatever it happened at the job corps, I assume here. Uh, so this guy, this Peregrine, just took the notes of this and added them to the files. Yeah. So just building the case file. Uh, he does note the Emma Beller thing, and he doesn't talk to Emma Beller though. He what just kind of lets it go again. That was 1996. Okay. Nothing happens again till late 2001. Okay. Uh, Culver Troy Culver is 31 at this point. Uh, he's in trouble for assaulting a woman, uh-huh. uh, a woman named uh, Tanya. Hall. Weird this uh, pattern keeps evolving. <laughs> it's it's weird, right? Uh, she says about him, quote, he tortured me. Uh, so, yeah, it's n- not great here. Apparently, uh, she worked for an escort service. Yeah. And uh, I guess Culver called and wanted her to come dance for him. Uh, she told him there was no sex. He said that's fine. Uh, and then when she walked in the living room and set her purse down on the couch, uh, she turned around and Culver was holding a shotgun to her head yep. and told her not to scream or he would kill her. Jesus. He, he made her take off her clothes and yelled at her to hurry up, the whole thing. Yep. Uh, he had a gun and a roll of duct tape, which like is a... Slow. Yeah, no. <laughs> Get it off quick. Now, right. uh, he said he was going to kill her. He handcuffed her. Uh, he locked her in the bathroom. He, he, he assaulted her. He rifled through her purse. Um, he, he he did bad things to yeah. her, basically. A sexual assault, all these of different course. things. Um, and then he said he'd call he'd kill her if she called the cops. Uh, she called the cops. Yeah. Smart. Uh, yeah. He didn't kill her. Wow. Uh, what they did was they arrested Culver instead, yeah. which hap- what happens if you call the cops and say someone assaulted me. Right. Hopefully, if everything goes right, right, they ended up, they found the gun he used. They collect, they had forensic evidence on him. Uh Culver was complaining that uh, to the cops that he was a drunk and his wife left him because he was drunk and... Yeah. Uh, the whole deal. That's she, a good time to rape a fucking a escort. What and a he, dick. He says the sex with her was consensual, but okay. he's charged with first-degree rape. Good. She says, uh, Hall says, quote, I was terrified beyond expression. I didn't think I was going to make it out of the apartment alive. It was horrible. The fact, In fact, the worst experience of my life, which it honestly sounds like it. That's one story. Then the other story is it was consensual. It was consensual. It was somewhere in between. Somewhere no, in between. It, no. It was horrible. It's definitely Worst her experience story. of my life right. for that Takes Trump. It's definitely just, her eh, story. Normal. Right. Uh, so uh, three months later, though, they drop the rape charge against what? Culver. Uh, he pleads guilty to third degree assault and unlawful gun possession. This sounds like they told what her, the look, fuck? honey, you're an escort. Right. So they're no not going to believe no you. No one's going to believe that you said no sex. It's so you fucked up. fucking know that's what happened. So to, fucked it's, up. I mean, it's, and it is 2004, but yeah. it's still probably what happens. I a understand lot of why they're saying it because but still, the majority of civilization. Well, I, then bring it in and, this, and figure it let's out. Let's give it a shot. Let's, uh, let's at least flip figure the it coin. out. Yeah, let's, let's play flip coin I and fi- see. I thought that's what court was. Right. We're all going to get together, lay everything out, everybody sides, and then we'll decide what we think is true. Right. I think that's the whole point here. We'll talk it out. Uh, so anyway, he ends up pleading guilty to third-degree assault with an unlawful gun possession charge and gets 24 months plus community supervision. He is not required to register as a sex offender. What? He's a fucking lunatic after that. The rape charge was dropped. It's just assault. Oh, he's a fucking menace. Now, let's talk about March 2004, somewhere far away. Okay. Alabama. Okay. All the way over in Alabama. Is that where Emma lives now? Uh, the, no, no. This okay. is not. Uh, this says, These people we're going to talk about have nothing to do with any of this, okay. but it's something very, very, very important right. that okay. goes on here. Alabama de- uh, deputies here uh, in in uh, in Alabama they arrest a marine, mm-hmm. uh, a discharged marine, uh, who they suspected of molesting a bunch of sixteen year old boys. Jesus. Okay. They search his ha- his home. They get his computer. They find porn and news clippings and flyers about missing children, yeah. including Walter Ackerson. What? Now they looked and found everything. They found no records tying him to Oregon at all. Yeah. This guy, but. Uh, 
because he was just a guy who collected missing kid things because yeah. he was a fucking creep. Uh, but the, what they ended up doing is because of his name was on there, his name got circulated to Oregon, and so the file ended up on a fresh detective's desk. Fantastic. A guy named Mark Meester, a guy okay. who actually does his fucking job. Great. Uh, this guy, uh, just a newly newly promoted detective actually mm-hmm. here and uh he's looking over everything and uh he's looking at this case going holy shit yeah. what is going on they talked Somebody they didn't it. talk to anybody uh-huh. they didn't force questions uh-huh. this kid they just took his word for it uh no no push to isolate the three suspects no challenge of their stories right. they didn't say hey separate these three idiots and get them to tell on each right. other like you do like on the fucking wire right. well, never mind <laughs> so yeah like you do no one talked to uh, at all and they talked to five years later they talked to the one guy the right. foresgrin foreskin and now this jeff calligan no one's talked to him at all no right. one talked to walter beller is a bunch of fucking this is insane. Right. No search from the bridge. Beller. Emma Beller, right. sorry. No search from the bridge. Right. No physical evidence from the job course site. Yeah. No forensics. The ending in the investigation into the question, could he have been thrown off the bridge? The They just said, probably not. Yeah, they were like, <laughs> we don't think so. You know, I don't know. Possible. It's possible, I mean, but nah. How many running backs have, have stabbed their wives? So, I mean, if you hear of one that does it, then do you go, probably not? <laughs> probably not. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. So, uh, so December two thousand four, yeah. he goes and finds Eric Forsgren. Yeah, well, let's go find Fordskin, yeah. Forskin and yeah. talk to him. He's easy to find because he's in the uh, Multnomah County Jail. You bet he so, is. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, Forsgren. When they interviewed him, he said, "I can't believe that guy's still missing." What are you talking about? He said, "I don't know what you're talking." About. I figured he, you know, he said he, he should have turned up by now. Skipped out of camp. They said they hitchhiked up to Newport, yeah. and uh, you know, they they. So he he called it. They shoulder tapped a guy who bought him beer. They were Jesus. like, "We'll give you five bucks if you yeah. buy us beer." So they got a homeless guy to buy him beer. Yeah. Uh, he says that Culver and Walter had argued. Uh, uh, Foreskin couldn't remember why. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just said after that, after the argument, they saw some girls on the beach. They went down. They played some football. Hung out with the girls mm-hmm. and uh, left Walter with the beer. And uh, Walter was acting like a jerk and all that sort of thing. When they came back to look for him, uh, he was gone. So they said they always just figured him for a runaway. Uh, quote: Kids ran from Job Corps all the time. Yeah, but makes from sense. Job Corps they run with their shit. They don't with run shit. from dudes Drunk on from the, the beach. beach. Right. Yeah. Uh, so he goes on. He calls Karen in March of two thousand five and tells her the case has been reopened nice um uh, he said that there's never really been an investigation he told her i don't know what to tell you except that no one ever did anything and i'm trying my best meester's got it under control meester's like dude i'm sorry that they fucking didn't even look at this yeah next they go find uh uh, troy culver who lived in prineville uh isn't that uh, crazy by the way the other dude is in a county jail somewhere locked up this guy's not this fucking nightmare is just running the streets somewhere by the way there's another guy who's not him with the exact same name Brutal. who lives in the exact same oh town my God. who is just as big of an asshole. Really? And I'm like, how is this not the same? And they look the same, but they're not the same guy. Wow. I don't know if it's like a cousin with the yeah, same name or something, or but something. he's beating the shit out of his wife. Fuck. There's all sorts of crazy shit, but it's not Culver. We know for sure These in a second. I'll tell you why. So, 
Uh, he says, Culver says, I uh, he didn't know he was still missing Walter. He remembers Job Corps thing. He said, yeah, you know, uh, I remember his mom came in here and she was all upset. I don't mm-hmm. know anything about it. No big deal. Uh, tells the exact same story. He also adds one other thing. He says, yeah, I, I heard from one of the kids that uh, uh, Walter, they saw Walter come a few days after they thought he disappeared and come pick his stuff up and left. So Uh-oh. he tells the cop that. Uh, but he said, I don't I don't think I ever argued with him. I don't remember that at all, yeah. the part that Foreskin said. Uh, so uh, K- Callaghan here next. Uh, he goes and talks to Callaghan. Callaghan lives in Washington State. Yeah. Uh, talks to him. Uh, he was surprised that Walter was still missing. Same thing. Said he couldn't remember much. Said he went to the beach. Exact same deal here. Yeah. So then he goes. He's like, okay, no one is cracking on this. Uh, let's try Emma Beller again in Colorado. So he okay. goes to Emma Beller. Uh, talks to her. She said she remembered that she was at Job Corps. Uh, she remembered Ackerson was quiet. She said she never dated him, no matter what the file said. Sure. Uh, she said she didn't even remember that he disappeared. She said she was sorry she couldn't remember anything else. Uh, sorry, basically. Yeah. Just nothing. I don't even remember what the hell happened, which is insane. If yeah. you had a guy that you knew that disappeared, I remember people. That's just silly. That's a, so, uh, so after a year of this, basically, he said he called up Karen. He said, look, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I don't know what else to do. I can't get any more said, information. He said all available leads have been exhausted at this time, and it's going to be returned to the archives. Oh, boy. Uh, so, so that's it. Yeah. That's it. Case closed. He said can't do anything else about it. Jesus. That's it. Justice not served. Sorry. What the fuck? Sorry. Are you kidding me? Do you think I'm going to do that to you motherfuckers? <laughs> no. No. The small town murder, god damn it. What the shit what do you think happened? We're get no justice. Uh, Sorry, he's missing. Never what? found out. He might have ran away. Who yeah. knows? Right. No, let's find out what okay. happened here. Uh, August 4, 2009, uh, Troy Culver is at his parole officer oh. uh, for his regular visit. Yeah. Uh, his parole officer's name is Ann Hawkins. Uh, he's a registered sex offender by this point yeah. because in 2007 he's convicted of encouraging child sex abuse and sentenced to 21 months in jail. What an asshole. Also has committed burglary and uh, another horrible assault in addition sure. to the one that we already of heard course. about. So. Nice guy. Yeah. Uh, at this point, he's out of prison and under the parole officer's supervision, uh, and he's in drug treatment, and they think he's making progress and everything else. Part of the 12 steps sure. is atonement, <gasps> as you might know, admitting oh your God. past wrongs, apologizing, all that he's sort of He's committed so much to this that he's going to atone. He says he has something to confess. Oh, my God. Uh, the parole officer listens and then says... One second. Um, that's interesting. Let me get a friend in here to hear this, too. Yeah. You might want to say that again with uh, Lieutenant Jimmy O'Daniel in the room okay. here, Prineville Police Lieutenant here. Yeah. Uh, he comes over, listen, uh, and Culver said uh, he he beat Walter to death 20 years ago is what he said. Yeah. Uh, the, the police officer wrote in his report, Culver told me he carried the body to a bridge. He threw him over the bridge into the bay. Uh, so they bring Culver in for a video interview, and two more detectives come in. Still wanted to talk, still wanted to talk about it. Uh, that He's confessed, made a full confession to the whole deal. They go, they pick Culver up. Uh, Meester goes and yeah. picks Culver up. He grabs a buddy of his, one of the other detectives, and goes yeah. and picks his ass up and brings him back. Uh, Culver again tells him the whole story. Jesus. Next day, tells the story more again. Yeah. He just, he, now he's doing it. He says, uh, finally, Walter's, he said he'd been whiny all day at the beach. Okay. He got super drunk, and uh, he said he was complaining about some girl or something that yeah. didn't like him or something like that. Maybe Emma Beller, who knows. Uh, he said he wanted to go back to Job Corps that day. He was tired of being there. He wanted yeah. to leave. Uh, Culver said he was super drunk, too. He was getting sick of Walter's bitching, basically. 
So he said what he did to quiet him down, he said he hit him, quote, again and again. Mm-hmm. He's got at least 50 pounds on him, yeah, too, by the way. That'll do it. He said again and again and again, three agains. Uh, he said he threw Walter against a tree, Jesus. slamming his head on the tree. He remembered jumping on him more than once. What the fuck? At some point, Culver realized Walter was unconscious, maybe dead, and he panicked. He said he, he threw him over his shoulder and carried him up to the bridge. Uh, He said he couldn't remember whether the others helped, but he knows it was a lot of work. This is broad daylight. Jesus. Broad daylight. He is carrying a child's body over his shoulder to throw over a bridge. He said cars are flying by. Broad daylight. Wow. Normal. No one stops. No one goes, hey, what's going on there? Is that kid okay? What the fuck goes on up there? Nothing. Uh, So he took him all the way to the middle of the bridge. Yeah. We've heard this is a half mile plus long bridge. Again, why do you think I tell you things? (laughs) He walked 1,800 feet with a kid over his shoulder. To get to here, how many cars went by him? Jesus. How many people saw this? He said he threw Walter over the edge thinking he was already dead. Uh, but And he said he thought he heard the body hit something like a pillar or a cable on Fuck. the way down, but couldn't be sure because he couldn't see under there. Wow. Unbelievable. Uh, he said that uh, they all hitched back to Job Corps. Yeah. Uh, Culver's clothes were all bloody. Yeah. He said the other two guys were freaking out, and he told them to shut up and never talk about it again. Yeah. This is like some 50s movie. You like, shut up, don't ever talk did. about it again. But, yeah. I mean, if you see a guy like do stand that, by me or I don't something. want to be anywhere near him ever no, again. No, And I'm not saying shit. <laughs> he said they just threw the bloody clothes in the dorm laundry with a, br- a bunch of bleach, and they all got their story straight. Yeah. He wandered away. We never saw him That's again. Job Corps. And break. Let's go. Wow. And Job Corps. Right. Go. <laughs> So, uh, Jesus Christ. That's how scary that bridge is. Everybody's counting every foot on it. White knuckle in the steering wheel, not looking either side. Everybody's terrified of that fucking bridge. And what he does, he has this, I would be, now I'm especially terrified. Uh, He also said that uh, he he drove Culver to show him where things happened. Uh, He showed him where the fight took place in a little wooded area. He pointed out the bridge, the pillar where he thought he was thrown off. Culver agrees to take a polygraph test. He also agrees to tell his story in a recording. And this becomes important uh, because uh, basically it said, I I told them everything in the story. I told the police everything, and you should tell them everything also. Yeah. He's, he's recording this for Forrest Grin and Callaghan. <gasps> wow. Who uh, Meester's going to go then talk to. That's great. Yeah. So uh, he goes and talks to Jeff Callaghan, goes to talk to him there. Callaghan says he couldn't even remember Culver's name. I don't know who you're talking about. Try, wow. try who? Cull? I don't know. Really? I don't know who that is. Yeah. I'm what not about sure Forskin? about that. Oh, I remember that guy. For sure now, I remember that guy. He is an upstanding citizen at this point. He's uh, been in the Washington National Guard for 14 years. He just returned from his second tour in Iraq. Oh, He's God. got a 10-year-old son. Uh, he He's just got repe- a lot to lose. He repeats the old story again. I don't know what happened. Yeah. We saw Walter down there. He wandered off. I don't know shit. So Callaghan let him tell his whole story. I'm sorry. Uh, Meester. Uh, they let him. Yeah, the police yeah. let him tell his story the whole time. And then they go, oh, yeah, hold on one second. Click. Yeah. And uh, he a, plays a, Culver's message. I got a new mixtape for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So they tell him. And uh so then Callaghan, and he ponies up. He Finally. said, quote, Troy and Eric beat him to death. I personally never touched him. Now all of a sudden he calls Culver TC, yeah. which is now he can remember him. Yeah. All oh, of a yeah, sudden T- he, oh, he's got TC, a nickname and everything. Right. <laughs> Interesting. Well, TC and Foreskin really let him have it. Yeah. Uh, he said that Walter, that God, Culver beat Walter mercilessly for 15 or 20 minutes. What the fuck? 15 or 20 minutes shouting taunts and insults the whole time. 
He said they'd gotten separated earlier and Culver blamed Walter. Uh, he said that Walter had been psychotic. He said he took breaks in the beating. My Christ. He would beat him and be so tired he had to take a break for a while and then go back to beating him more. Can you That's what a piece of shit this though? guy is. How and do it, you see that and not fucking go well, right to the police? Forsgren joined in, apparently. Forskin joined in, kicking him in the midsection, Jesus. apparently. Uh, Callaghan said he denied touching Walter or helping throw him off the bridge. Yeah. He said that... Uh, you know, it might have been, he said he wasn't sure, but it might have even been Forsgren's idea to throw him off the wow. bridge. Uh, he says he doesn't even know if Walter was still alive at that point. Jesus. So, I mean, Jesus Christ, this this is fucking crazy. He took a polygraph also. Uh, he uh, he failed the polygraph, Callaghan, but really? he said he blamed the whole, he said he blamed guilt. And he also said, uh, he said this was the worst experience of his life, worse than his tours in Iraq, yeah. is what he said. Uh, and, uh yeah, at least your tour in Iraq is supposed to be doing something good, you fucking jerk. Then he finally says why, because he tried to say why he failed the polygraph, and then he finally, finally just gives in, and he says, quote, I think it was my idea to dump him off the bridge. Ooh. He said he helped push Walter over, and he said he just pushed in the middle. All three of them did. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, this is, so now we have confessions. And touching um, the body and helping. And helping and, and all of this. All of it. You may as, uh, you're oof. just as guilty, you fuck. The, yeah, all three of them are pieces yeah. of shit. So, uh, they try to, 2010, they try to contact Marin Taylor, yeah. the uh, counselor that we yeah. talked about in the beginning. And Why'd she, you do this? Why'd she, you participate? She basically said, huh? Cul- Culver, <laughs> cu- cu- I, I don't know what you're talking about at all. I don't Forskin. know anything. Oh, those guys. I remember them. She said, I retired and you need to talk to the Job Corps people that work there. Sorry. Yeah. And now they go back to Forsgren. They talk to him again. But they bought that shit? She gets away scot-free? Not, no, 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 no. Calligan, okay. they go back to Forsgren now. They're talking to him. Yeah. Um, he said that... Uh, he was drunk, but Walter was, uh, he said he was like a puppy, Walter was. He was a tag-along kid. He said the girls kind of thought he was cute, like a little kid. Yeah. Cute, like, oh, look at him. He's yeah, so cute he's type adorable. of deal. Yeah. He said he got he got drunk, and they said he acted goofy, kind of drunker than he really was to try to get attention from the girls mm-hmm. type of thing. So he, they end up playing the recording for this idiot, too. Yep. They end up playing the recording for this idiot, and then he stops, and he goes... Uh, he said, no, I told you what happened. And then he stopped again and he's sitting there trying to figure it out. Yeah. Uh, and then he said, <laughs> and he stops and he's like, uh, shit. Okay. Never mind." <laughs> he said, TC got, over. TC got mad at Walter over something, hit him, knocked him down, kicked him in the head, maybe two or three times, uh, saying that Walter had lied to him. Uh, and he said, everything was fuzzy after that. But, uh, foreskin does remember pulling Culver away saying that was enough. And Walter was bleeding. Uh, he said they left him on the ground, groggy but alive, and he was sure that he was alive. He tries to say, you know, I didn't do anything. They said, did you help dispose of his body? He said, no, I didn't. And then he stops and he goes, no, just I didn't, uh, you know, and then he starts stumbling and he says, we knew Walter was dead, uh, you know, so fucking Whatever. spill it, basically. Right. We know he's dead. Right. Foreskin wouldn't give in. He just said, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you here. Uh, so he agrees to take a polygraph test. He, of course, fails the polygraph test. Yes. They end up turning on the recorder, and they're like, listen to this. And uh, so, yeah, Foreskin, Foreskin eventually says Walter got beaten up and carried him up the span of the Newport Bridge and tossed him over the side. Jeez. They then talk about getting him up there uh, on the bridge, and he said they threw him off, and there was a sound. He said, quote, it was just bong. You could hear it. You know what I mean? Like Uh. if you toss a rock off a bridge and it hits the side, you can hear something hit it. So they threw this poor kid off of there. I mean, that's awful, man. He said 
uh, you know, he remembered it was afternoon. Cars are passing. He had guessed probably four or five hundred people saw them do My this. My God. Four or five hundred. Not one person was the slightest bit intellectually curious about why a small child wow. was being carried bloody up to the fucking and the thrown middle of the over the side of a fucking bridge. Uh, yeah, he said they just. It was like pack mentality. The kid kept saying, or the guy at this point, he said he just okay, pack mentality. He said nothing was planned; it just happened. We didn't. He said, "quote We didn't set out to beat the shit out of Walter." Uh, he said, "TC hurt that kid. Really, I mean, he hurt him." Uh, so the whole thing's a fucking. This is, and they all ju- they're all just going to try to blame TC, and, try, all, and they think they're getting away with it. Well, but TC not. was the aggressor. Yeah. That's the thing, and here. that's fine. Uh, yeah, I mean, so they're trying to say like, yeah, it was mainly him here. Yeah, but you guys fucking participated way too much. They talked to somebody later. Uh, they talked to a friend of uh, uh, Calligan's, and he remembered hearing that for uh, Foreskin uh, and the others talk about this back in the day. <laughs> said that Foreskin claimed that he slung Walter's body over his own shoulder, yeah. and uh, he remembers doubting it because it seemed like a hard thing to do. But he said, you know, that's what the guy told him. Yeah. They basically found out. Foreskin said that he cheered along. TC beating him up because beating Walter up because that they have gotten separated and and it was Walter's fault. Yeah. Uh, so Forrest Grin said he remembers cheering, uh, kick his ass. He lied to us. Wow. So I mean that, that you got to feel. I would feel horrible about wow. that. I don't know if this guy does here. What they said was uh, they didn't. <laughs> this is ridiculous, man. They they all knew that he was dead. Forsgren says that he remembers, uh, you know, he now he says he remembers a half hour of Walter being stomped from face to, uh, from head to waist. Jesus, for a half hour, he says he remembers Culver hitting him with a tree branch. Oh my God! He said he had stopped bleeding. That's how much they were beating him. He'd no stopped bleeding. Uh, Callaghan thought he was dead. He couldn't imagine anyone surviving such a beating. Uh, that was the whole deal. Fucking horrific, man. Mm. Fucking horrific, this poor kid. And you all thought that he was going to be the murderer of the yeah. junior, didn't you? Yeah. You're like, oh, he's going to be a scumbag. No, uh. this poor goddamn kid. I feel terrible for him. So uh, his remains are never found. Of course not. Uh, now, Meester's got to go tell his mom. Yeah. He's got to go tell Karen about this. I've got uh, closure he, for you. Yeah, he goes and tells uh, he goes and tells Karen this. Uh, she said that she remembered, uh, quote, he told us that Troy had confessed to the murder. Uh, they told Walter Ackerson Sr. also. Prosecutors talk to her and they say, look, this is a 20-year-old case. Right. Uh, there's laws from 1990. Right. Uh, this means that you're probably looking at a 10-year max for Culver. 10 years. 10 years and probably nothing for the other two. My Christ. Uh, basically, uh, it's best to try to get them to testify against Culver and yeah. get him in for 10. Otherwise, they're all going to stick to their stories and we're yeah. going to get nothing. Yeah. So. That's the deal here. So July 2010, a Lincoln uh, County grand jury indicts Troy Culver, finally, of one count of murder and one count of manslaughter uh, for poor Walter Thomas Ackerson Jr. Both Foreskin and Calligan are giving immunity uh, are given immunity to testify against Culver. Okay. Uh, so that ends up happening. Uh, he is given a Culver is given a bail of one point two five million dollars, which he is not going to meet. I'm surprised they didn't like they don't even Callaghan or Callaghan and Forskin don't even face charges. Nothing. Usually, it's like you get charged and then you get no sentence. Right. And do, but they get no they get charges. This, guy, this doesn't even go on their record. This is terrible. You hire one of these guys, you can't find out that oh, they killed a kid. By the way, they, they participated in a murder of a fucking sixteen, and then year old. covered it up. Unbelievable. Covered it up. Uh, they asked. Karen about it, and she said this whole thing's bittersweet. She's happy that 
She sucks her kids dead. Yeah. I guess happy that some justice is being done, right. but not all of it. They asked her, a reporter asked her to, what she thinks of the other kids, of uh, two of the killers going free. She said, quote, yeah, sucks, doesn't it? It's not uh, justice. So you're like, yeah, what the fuck, man? What a vile fucking end to this story. This is so terrible. Yeah, and it's it's messed up because she has really, her life, too, she's done a lot. She's the director of the Pierce County Housing Authority at age 59 yeah. at this point. And she's going back and forth to these court appearances, wants to see these people locked up, obviously. Uh, October 8th, 2010. Culver is sentenced to 10 years in prison with no chance for early parole. Uh, his earlier felony convictions of assault and encouraging child sexual abuse uh, made that yeah. uh, no parole for him. Yeah. Uh, so he's in there for at least 10 years. While he's in there, by the way, so he's going to get out in 2020. Look out for that. While he's in there, this fat bastard, because we don't have, uh, I can't tell you where Culver's buried, because right. or not Culver, where Walter's, Walter's buried, buried, because he's not buried anywhere. His body's still never been found, Ugh. which is horrible. God damn it. Culver is in prison on prisoninmates.com looking for ladies. Get out of here. This fat fuck is looking for ladies. <laughs> and I'm sorry if you're fat or whatever, but this guy's a fucking asshole. Uh-huh. Uh, he says he's a Christian on there. Uh, he's looking for women. Uh, so Christian. Want to hear what he has to say? I do. Hello. My name, nobody write this asshole no. for a positive reason. Not write him to say fuck you, but don't write him for I don't email. even know if I want that. I don't want him yeah, to fuck have him. any no attention. fucking Eat shit, nothing. Die. Hello. My name is Troy, and I'm an inmate at Snake River Correctional uh, in Ontario, Oregon. I'm serving out a sentence for murder slash manslaughter and would very much like to get to know people for friendships possibly more i enjoy lifting weight lifting weights reading playing cards sports and bettering myself any way i can i love classic rock like led zeppelin and scary movies like hellraiser and and any kind of generally fun activity if you like what you hear and would like to contact me please do so Holy fucking shit. Ugh. Then he has a common interest. Favorite food. Favorite TV show. He loves seafood, and he loves Breaking Bad as a TV show. <laughs> His favorite quote is, I am who I am. Uh-huh. Yeah, a fucking dick. Fucking a cocksucker. Popeye is your favorite quote, you douchebag. Favorite movie is Boondock Saints. <laughs> I don't care if That's he didn't kill anybody. Movie. If he didn't kill anybody, yeah. I still want him in prison for 20 years for fucking liking that piece I of shit. I watched that movie Ugh. a bunch of times, and I liked it. People and then were I was really like, into that. This movie assholes. is... Is a long way to go to save a fucking bar. Lists his hero as his mother. Mm. Isn't that fucking mm. nice? Fuck you, I'm Troy sure Walters was too. You fucking you jerk, asshole. And the other two guys seem to at least, at least, uh, I don't know. But th- this Culver they're is the dick bags too. They are. They're complete fuck assholes. Them all. They're fuck them yeah. all. No, they're complete. This assholes. story had so many assholes in it. So many assholes. Everything from Chuck the dude full. in Alabama with the kitty porn and probably running assholes. for office somewhere. The job corps people. <laughs> the cops up fucking, there. Small town. They're dick. all assholes. This is the ultimate why small town murders yeah. are fucking why there's bumbling and there's bumbling uh, everywhere. But this special kind of bumbling yeah. can only happen in a small town. Unbelievable. If you like that story, <laughs> you crazy <laughs> bastard. Get on iTunes. You can give us five stars on there. It really, really helps us out on the business yeah. end. Help us out with that funky algorithm. Uh, also, if uh, that is not enough for you, please get on Patreon.com yes. slash Crime in Sports. You can make a donation there, or you can do it at PayPal doing a one-time uh, donation using our email address, CrimeInSports at gmail.com. Also, for all of your merchandise needs, uh, you yes. can head over to CrimeInSports.Threadless.com. Live show in Detroit. 
Detroit yes. on February the 16th with Dan Cummins. Yes. Uh, we have a stand-up show as the early show, and the right. late show is a live podcast. It's going to be so fun. A hybrid of small-town murder and time-sucking. Some completely say, unique. We're time-sucking a small-town murder, so we'll great. say. It'll be the three of us, and we're going to have a ball. It's going to be a lot of fun. Right. But tell everybody, as you heard from these from the podcast, we're comics, all of right. us, so like the, the audience is better for it. We yeah. want the audience. It's our, we come alive and kind of come out of yeah. you know our shells, and not that we're in a shell, obviously. We're, we pretty much say whatever we want, but <laughs> the audience is good for us, right. so it's going to be a great time. So have fun. Come to that. Uh, also, two days later, get over to Boston. Yes. Uh, crime and Sports at 4 o'clock, Small Town Murder at 7 o'clock, but that show is sold out. Yes. So, so we, we have added another show have. at 1 p.m. in Boston, so get those quickly because one, I don't know. Seven, one, four, and seven. One, four, Every and seven. Every three hours I you am going to be killed, basically. <laughs> I'm going to die that day. And finally, Phoenix, Arizona, March 25th That's at Stand Up Live. Yeah. Get those tickets. All there's, there's links in the show description to those all of this. Those are selling like crazy, those by are, the way. Yes. So thank you guys so much. Thank you. And get those quick. Because like we said, that's our hometown. So yeah. we know a lot of people. We have yeah. friends and family. And a lot of people are going to hog some tickets up. Yeah. So get those now uh, so you don't lose out. But there's we people coming from coming all from over. friends coming from Seattle, man. It's pretty from cool. Portland. Yeah. Thank you guys for that. It's bananas. It's going to be awesome. Uh, if you would like to get a hold of the show, yes. that is easy to do. You can do that on Twitter at Murder Small. Facebook at Small Town Pod. Right. Or like we said before, Crime and Sports at gmail.com. And uh, we have an amazing list. Holy shit. Of executive and produ- just producers right. and amazing people who were so kind to us so in the last nice. week. And uh, thank you guys so much. Jimmy, why don't you hit us with that list of superstars right now? Yeah, man. Thank you guys so much for giving a shit about us and actually pushing this thing along. I really appreciate it. Jess Landgren in Australia and Chrissy Ann Castaldi can continue to be the most amazing people. You guys are the uh, best. They're so sweet to us. And thank you. Every really. week sending something that, that, that helps Blows out us tremendously. Away. Really? The wow. executive producers of the show. Thank, thank you both you. so, so much. Dana Grayson uh, sent, some, sent another donation as well. Thanks, Dana. I appreciate thank it. Thanks, uh, James Cook, Yua uh, Tarowski, uh, Rob Madursky, Mar- uh, Mariah Menhir in uh, the the Dutch Girl. Oh, I, she's I, awesome. I hate calling her the Dutch Girl. The Dutch it's girl. not what she is. That's her she's identity a sweet now, girl. though. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think she minds that. People she's just fantastic. want an identity. Thank you, Mariah. Appreciate you, Kristen S. Haggy H A G G E is a, a double G's always throw me when there's just an E on the end. What is that? Yeah, Hag or Hagee? I'm I don't not know. sure. Regina. Regina Egan, I believe she's one of the Egan sisters. Uh, they're terrific ladies. I think they're both coming to Boston, by the way. Cool. Uh, Tyler, Tyler Sheets, uh, Carol Braun donated uh, through through Patreon and went over to PayPal. That's so Thank amazing. you so much, Thank Carol. You guys. Laura Christensen, the Ron Santos podcast. Uh, it's a Cubs podcast. Uh, the, I, think, yeah. I think it's Wazerski is the one that I. I'm ruining his last name, of course, but he he hosts it. Go listen to it. Uh, the the uh, Ron Santos podcast. It's terrific. Ron Santos. It might be San Rantos. Uh, San Rantos. Oh, Ron with, Santos, the actual player. That, yeah, the, I meant like with an apostrophe. Yes, Ron. Santos. Oh, like his podcast. Right. It, uh, I don't know what I it's about. Like he's a Mexican I, guy honest, named Ron Santos. To us. I, I probably should. It might be the San Rantos. You I, sure it's not a Hispanic guy named Ron Santos? I, I think it's San Ranto. That's oh, what it is. Okay, San so Ranto podcast. Gotcha. Right. See, I'm an asshole. There you go. That's what it is. The that San Ranto. That's what it is. So right. he, it's a Cubs podcast, and he loves the he loves. Loves the Cubs. He lives in Chicago. So go listen to that. Uh, bu- uh, bu- no, what is that? Bully? I didn't write Bully Arietta, did I? 
Is that Rully? What did I do? That's not nice. <laughs> it's your handwriting. I'm ruining it. it. I think it says Bully Arietta. Jimmy acts like somebody broke into his house yeah. and, and, and wrote, wrote names down, down in a strange like, hand. Read these, dickhead. <laughs> Best of luck. Gina Testino, Bella Chadwell, Megan Strapic. That's the uh, oh, she's, the, cool. she's yeah. fantastic. Boston girl. Thank, Thank you, you, Megan. Uh, Stephen Mace, Tyler Jorgen, uh, Stacey Huffaker. She constantly yeah, sends thank you. a nice little donation. Yeah, we appreciate Stacey, that. You're fantastic. Thank, thank you, Stacey. You. Rachel Dooley, Kasten Johnson. I think it's Kasten Johnson. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's Kasten. Kasten Johnson. He's in, I think, Texas. Yeah. I can't ever fucking remember. There's so many, it's hard to It's hard. Keep thank it you, guys. For... Uh, Sherry Bullock. Uh, Kat, Kat, uh, it's K-A-R-T. She's in another country also. And I don't Gosh, wanna... she's cool as shit. She's terrific. Thank yeah. you, Kat. Oh, Iceland? Yeah, I think that's it. Iceland yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or Netherlands. I can't remember now. It's somewhere fucking cold. I know somewhere that. She's cold, always wearing she, a beanie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's cool as shit, though. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Tal- Talina Jensen, uh, Kevin McDonald, Rachel Smith. There are two Rachel Smiths. I don't know if they're the oh, wow. same or if they're different. Just Rachel common Rachel and Smith could be mistaken yeah, identity. so easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel bad for you, Rachel, uh, but not as bad as this. I don't, yeah, exactly, I don't yeah. Crime and sports <laughs> reference, yeah. James, uh, James Feeder or Felder? Shit. Uh, I think it's Felder. James, you're a, a hell of a dude. And we I'm love a, you. I have shit penmanship. Melissa Hoover, David Moe, or Mao, M-O-W. It could be either. Jin J. Lao. Li, uh, fuck. Jin Jai Leo or Lao. It's oh. probably Liao, right? L-E-O-W. It's it's an Asian name. I'm not going to get yeah. it right. I'm going to ruin the yeah, whole fucking destroy thing. You're going to destroy it. Jin, you're We're terrific. not ready for that. You're, right. you're having a hard time with <laughs> American names. Let's not Lynn get into Luthman? the Asian culture. Lynn Luthman. Oh, Lynn cool. Luthman, that's right. Uh, Corey Brouks, uh, that's the Rachel Smith. There's the other one. So if there's two of you, thank you both. <laughs> thank you if both. If there's only one of you, thank you twice. Thank you twice. Right. Ashley Fleming, Emmy Dumont Guthier. Uh, she, I think, is in another country also. Canada. My, I got it. Uh, yes. Thank you, Emmy. I appreciate it. That was a nice little donation from Canada. Uh, Dana Grayson, of course, I already said that. Elizabeth Armour, her, her last name is spelled like Under Armour. Thank cool. you, Elizabeth. Ashley McNeely, uh, Thomas William, and and Niche. Niche. I think that's Niche. I it might be which Anwich. That's awesome, actually. I hope it's Anwich. Like that a sandwich? Yeah. An Anwich? And Niche, I think. Uh, Morgan St. Clair, Jonathan Elton, Justin Ryan. Uh, he snapped a, 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 a screenshot of his donation on Patreon to me oh, on Snapchat. That was awesome. Thanks, Justin. Thank I you. appreciate it. That was a nice That's one, so too. Cool. Uh, Katie Garland Noble, Rachel War, or Rochelle War. I think it's Rachel War. Jennifer Shirley, Desiree Kissling, Rachel Kane, Denise Whitehouse. That's a kick ass name. Uh, Julie <laughs> yeah, Hinton, uh, Frank Liggins, or Ligons. Uh, Jessica Britton or Britain? I think it's Britain. It's two T's, but it's Britain. Anyway, yeah. it's probably Britain. And I'm yeah, I'm thinking it is. I'm, I'm second Britain. guessing. Face uh, forcing her name to be something it's not. Clinton Grout, Kristen Rose, Natasha Kale, uh, Gisa Chance. Uh, Brant Taylor, he's donated last week through PayPal and then signed up for Patreon. Thank wow. you, Brant. Thank uh, you. Janice Hill, uh, Kiny Fryer, Kiny Fryer, Fryer. No, there's no her name. Makes <laughs> you wanted you, to put another yeah, end in there. Kiny Fryer. It makes you want to say Fryer. Whatever. <laughs> Kiny Fryer. Uh, Shelly Trulian. 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 That's right. Uh, Rick Freeman, Joseph, no, Troy Joseph Graham, Troy, and then Mahmoud Rahman. Thank you, Mahmoud. He, he, he donated a few weeks Thank in a you, row man. and then came back for, oh, for we Patreon. Appreciate, appreciate you. Uh, Jenny Nichols, Julie Smallman, our Smallman, uh, Tay Smith, Kathleen Thill. She's terrific, by the way. She is here locally in Arizona. How cool. She's going to come to our shows. I think that was true. 
I think I got that right. Hopefully. I'm, she may be somewhere else and coming to if another not, show like, somewhere else. I live in Michigan. Right. She sent about? us gifts. And oh, thank you. And she signed up for Snapchat because I said I was on Snapchat. That's cool shit. And she said I've, uh, That's I so forced cool. a 40-year-old woman, whatever, uh, to get Thanks, on Snapchat. Nothing her. further than that. Yeah. I forced a 40-year-old woman to get on Snapchat. Don't force That's the women of any age <laughs> to do anything. How's that? Brie uh, Ryan in Montana, they got the tattoo. Hey, she Bri, signed up for Patreon. Up? Thank yeah, you, Brie. Yeah, she's so cool. Thank you Madeline, Melissa Freeman, and Kelly May. And then I just got a, a Twitter notification that somebody else just got another tattoo, and it says yay down the that's side dope. of her hand. Which that's is pretty, cool as shit. So many A's, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's how, we've, it's amazing. that's how we've put it on a T-shirt. Yeah. So. Thank you all so <laughs> much for now. giving a shit about this. Not just giving a shit, but actually giving a shit. Like yes. You guys are doing it. So thank you so much for for helping us, and, uh, and, and listening is huge, of course, but... This part is we, just We really do appreciate beyond. it, man. You guys are thank, amazing. Thank every single one of you. Yeah. And what if one of these fine people wanted to get a hold <laughs> of a fine gentleman yeah. such as yourself? You can find me on Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram, at Wisman Sucks, W-H-I-S-M-A-N Sucks. Uh, follow me, play along. I love hearing from you guys. I love seeing your dog pictures, all your cat pictures, all your pig pictures. Fucking Whatever people, you got. People Send snap pictures. me goats. It's fucking fantastic. I got goats snapping I got goats. at me. What are They're you everywhere. There's fucking goats everywhere. I don't know what to do with myself. I'm like, what about hey, you? When, well, if they give a shit enough to contact you and tell well, you that you pronounce something wrong, how well can they then, tell you? They can get a hold of me at Jimmy P is funny. Or you can try to, you know, spell my last name, right. copy and paste it from the show description right. would be a better, more advisable find route to go. You can find me on Facebook, get me on Twitter, do all that. I don't do Snapchat because I don't have time for Twitter and Facebook. Right. Never mind Snapchat. <laughs> um, all it would be is me frustratingly looking for shit and typing and fucking And then I get messages all the time. Where's James's uh, Instagram? And I say, it's fucking I not there. That's the luck finding. I have one, but I don't use it because I don't have time. I just don't have time for it. I don't. I got this. Right. You can either talk, right. I can either talk more, or I can do this. Right. So if I don't do this, you'll have no reason to talk to me anyway. <laughs> so really, i got to do this first, and then hopefully find time for that. We'll work yeah. it out. But thank you, guys. I do appreciate you guys, and I do read all of your messages, and I try to get back to everything I can. Right. Try to jump in there from, like, I'm taking 20 minutes, a break from this, and I'm going to dive into Twitter. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for doing that, though. We appreciate it. We can't do the show without you guys, and uh, thank you so much, honestly, for everything you guys have done. Uh, it's been a year now of this yeah. show, and, uh, you know, 51 first episode, yeah. so next week will be the, the 52nd, one the one year. Right. Uh, so thank you guys for, for being cool with us for yeah. an entire year and taking us from uh, – Nothing from nobody. Is right. anyone going to listen to this? To we're selling out live shows crazy. and adding extra shows in Boston. It's, amazing. it's all because of you guys, and yeah. we know that. Don't, don't think for a second we don't know why that is. It's because of you goes guys. Underappreciated. Not us. So uh, until next week, guys, it's been our pleasure. Bye. Hey guys, I just want to tell you real quick, uh, web support is brought to you by webandwriter.com. If you're looking to build a website, go over to webandwriter.com. They build websites that look great on all screens, graphics, logos, engaging content. Go over to webandwriter.com or go over to facebook.com slash webandwriter. They'll build you an unbelievable website at a very fair rate. They'll build you a very great website. Go see them, webandwriter.com. Most people think Hawaii is pretty wonderful, but most people don't find changing planes quite so wonderful. Hawaiian Airlines is on it. 
We're now flying nonstop from Long Beach to Honolulu and nonstop from Oakland to Kauai. And we're flying advanced new Airbus A321neo aircraft. We're talking a modern, fuel-efficient marvel of aviation technology here. The plane matters, and so does the airline. Choose well. Find our best fares at hawaiianairlines.com. ADT can design and install a smart home just for you, backed by 24-7 protection. A new smart home at your service, customized for your lifestyle. Set up custom automations unique to your home to automatically do the things like lock the doors or set the thermostat when you leave. Even close your garage door from virtually anywhere. ADT will set up your home with multiple smart home devices and security features like indoor and outdoor cameras, locks, lights, and garage door control, even video doorbells. Visit ADT.com podcasts to learn more about how ADT ADT can design and install a secure smart home just for you. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Small Town Murder early and ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen early and ad-free with Wondery Plus and Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. If you don't know when Crystal Pepsi was discontinued, what was in Al Capone's vault, or which famous meteorologist is Lenny Kravitz's second cousin, then you haven't spent enough time on Wikipedia. But that's okay. I am here for you. I'm Darcy Carden, and I'm inviting you to listen to my new podcast, WikiHole, from Smartless Media. Discover the craziest rabbit holes on Wikipedia with me and my funny friends as we bring the cyber frontier directly to your tympanic membrane. And if you listen to my podcast, you've learned that that's the sciencey term for eardrum. We embark on a hyperlink roller coaster as we start out on a Wikipedia page and go from link to link to link to link, careening through trivia, oddities, and unexpected connections until we collectively shout, How the hell did we get here? Follow WikiHole on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to WikiHole ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.